What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Hope you had a good week. Took the weekend off, all right, except for Sunday. Sunday, I did two streams, but that's for the members live stream and the Money Mindset live stream, which was Liddy, by the way. All right, but we are back in here on the airwaves of YouTube, by the way. Oh, man, we got a lot to cover today, man. I be I be trying to put too much into one podcast, all right? Um, of course, the first 20 minutes are support and ad-libbing, and then we get into the show. Then I'm warmed up, and I'm ready to go, all right? I'm ready to go. I got money. Hope y'all guys had a good time. If you're in the monk mode, shout out to you brothers out there that are getting yourself focused on what you need to do. Shout out to the brothers living the free agent lifestyle. Uh, doing whatever they need to do out here to make their life the best life possible. All right. Enjoying their lives. Remember, women are not the entree. They have the side dish. All right. Shout out to the ladies. The Ten Toes Up gang. Shout out to the Ten Toes Up gang. Ladies out here. All right. And shout out to everybody watching me that are not happy. I'm not happy. All right. Shout out to the women. All right. That are watching me while their husbands are at work. And on. All right, and shout out to the haters. All right, we're, I, I know you guys, the, the, the ninja watchers, and shout out to everybody. Do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. This is the like should be very, 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 probably about 50, 60% of the stream. And if it doesn't get there, we're going to have to get a little belly deli. All right, we're going to get the little belly deli and see what that pooper print looks like. All right, your boy was featured. Uh, the people of the swim thick party came over there, all right, and sh showed me my video. All right, whatever on, on TikTok, shout out to Donovan Sharp talking about it. Uh, they got me on TikTok. The, the, the belly deli committee out there, you know, these women out here, you know, these people. All right. They was mad at the coach. Everybody was mad at the coach this weekend. We had the swim thick people mad at coach. You had the travel bros mad at coach. What did I do out here? I'm just out here telling the truth. I'm just out here telling the truth and I tell the truth about yourself. All right. It's all good. Listen, I ain't a perfect person. I'm on the dark side, though. Hey, it is what it is. All right. But, you know. Everybody got something for coach this weekend. I was just sitting here chilling. All right. I was chilling. I went to the junior college a couple times. I was chilling. I got some work in. All right. I got my, 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 finally my apparel came in. I was packing it up, creating uh, invoices and try, printing out labels. And they was coming after me today. <laughs> all right. They was coming after me. I was like, what, what am I doing? I'm just trying to maintain a quiet weekend. It's all good. Why, why, why y'all hating on me on my weekend? It's my day off. Why was I getting hate on my day off? I was literally like this, just chilling like. Then my phone started pinging. Damn, uh, the swim thick people hating on you. Travel bros hating. Well, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> All right. Can I just chill? Man, may, hate on me Monday through Friday, please. Don't try to catch me slipping. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. I was out here trying to enjoy the junior college. All right. They shot. They firing shots. Anyway, man. Hey, look. It's all good. Hey, if you're not getting hate, you ain't doing nothing in the building. And and by the way, uh, things were taken out of context, both sides, both people that were coming after me. I was like, what? Anyway, it's all good. Normally, I don't even respond to it, but I was like, what, what are we doing here? All right. So um, what are we doing? All right. Look, to let your voice be heard, dollar sign CGA live in the building. All right. That is the cash app. And then who else? On Venmo, uh, Coach, Coach Greg Adams TV, Venmo style if you will, and then PayPal is still Liddy. And then I know uh, uh, one of our brothers, uh, Amin Sadala, said uh, the, the brothers that are not in the United States 
are having problems. Basically, the people who are not in the United States and the UK cannot donate. Um, and they wish to because they were having trouble. So uh, we're going to probably uh, allow them to donate. And I'll have a link in the description box, maybe later in the ne next stream with the with the way they can donate. I, if you are having trouble with that. All right. So with that being said, hit the like button. And we're going to talk about what the topics are today. And then we're going to acknowledge the people who have contributed already early and let me just tell you guys this is a podcast format whatever the thumbnail you see is normally going to feature be featured at the end of the show so if you guys want to see and hear about why you do not want to be a rebound man like skeet davidson and why you don't want to be like Kanye west and why you don't want to be a, a a 304 like uh kim kardashian uh that's going to be later in the show and then of course avery will put the timestamps up somewhere this afternoon so you if you are here for that it's going to be later on in the show you see the topics down below we're going to talk about Pete Rhodes getting a Me Too claim from 55 years ago. 55. Allegedly, he was smashing an underage girl. But we're also going to talk about a Texas teacher who was smashing an underage boy and got 60 days in jail. All right. And then also we're going to talk about Spain. If we have time, Spain has now put in a yes means yes law, which is going to be disastrous for men over in Spain, Barcelona, Madrid. All right. You brothers out there. I mean, that, that country is ravaged by feminism. And now there's a law talking about yes means yes, which is going to create all kind of havoc. And then we're going to also talk about that nurse that caused a a eight car death. I mean, eight person death uh, because she was arguing with her boyfriend. And then we'll follow up with the chaser, Skeet Davidson. OK, so uh, Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Yeah, 55 years ago, 55 years ago. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So uh, I, these are the things that we're warning you about. If you want to be a man of means, be a man of means. Then along came to. All right. If you want to be a man of means in this country and you want to make something of yourself, every sexual relationship that you have is going to be called into question by at least one or two of these freak elites. One or two of these freak elites will creep out, creep out of the woodworks and say, I'm going to tell you about my peace leave from 55 years ago. Mm. Crazy. All right. Uh, who we got in here? Todd. Cummings, pause. Hey, man, if your last name is Cummings, I gotta, I'm gonna have to say something else. We're gonna have to change your name. All right, pause with all that. All right. He says, out here in Pate. All right, simping hard. All right. Oh, I, hey, listen, you know, we, we, we talk about how, how, how people, you know, why men travel. You should be traveling for your leisure, and then sex is gonna be a part of it. In some places, you might have your hands full. But shout out to you. Hey, 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 brother, be out there joining you. Shout out to Cali West, Miami in the building. Appreciate you, man. Shout out to you. Good luck. Keep your YouTube channel growing. All right. Loud Pockets is in the building. Shout out to the deadbeat fathers like Tech Lead, you deadbeats. All right, you deadbeats. Deadbeat fathers are created. All right, deadbeat fathers are created. And, and shout out to te Tech Lead for being a deadbeat. And he says, in 2018, Taylor Morrison brought me to CGA. All right. Taylor Morrison. I'm not sure who that is, but shout out to Taylor Morrison and shout out to you for joining me in 2018, brother. I, that's when I just got started. All right. Remember me back in 2018 in that two bedroom apartment. All right. With the fireplace in the back with the He-Man action figures to the side. All right. You should see my collection now. My collection's fantastic. I'm going to start featuring it. All right. Right in right on time for them to make incel videos about me. But with that being said, I've already said that I was a collector a long time ago. All right, the dictator says, Coach, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. You didn't shout out my birthday. All right, shout out to you. Uh, he says, 41 years old yesterday, and I'm such a good man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, look, 
we're gonna have to have a birthday song in here because i know it's your birthday another brother's birthday was going on actual king smith he's another youtuber here his birthday was this weekend i think all right shout out to all the birthdays this weekend and as i like to say it's a my birthday too all right so if it's your birthday it's my birthday if you're a watcher you're a supporter it's your birthday it's our birthday all right so a lot of guys do have a reborn again day was when you became a free agent all right <laughs> That is your birthday in the building. So shout out to you. Happy birthday to you. And I think you said 41. Oh, man, you're entering into the winning years, as we call it. Oops, I got an invoice I need to pay. Mm. Or my editor's going to be pissed. All right, shout out. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, I got a, I got a super chat. I thought I had a, I got a PayPal that's incoming from another company. You know, these other companies basically pay you through PayPal. And it was for like well over, like it was a 300 bucks. I was like, did somebody send me $300 PayPal? Mm. All right. But it was basically from another company. All right. So I was like, whoa, who super chatted? All right. Cali West Miami had something to say over here as well. What did you say? He says traveling with an XX to an exotic location is like qualifying for the Olympics and shooting yourself in the foot. Did someone say Shakira Richardson, Shakari Richardson? He says, oh, yeah, Hafiz. Oh, we were talking about this on the members live stream. So he said Hafiz is blue pill as F. That's why his roommate left. Oh, man, I don't want to start. I don't want to start anything in public. I'm not trying to create beats. But in the members live chat, we were talking about several things. And we were talking about uh, taking women to you on vacation, with you on vacation. Uh, why that's an L. I mean, it's an L overall. You know, you might think it's a win. But uh, men are starting to develop all of these strategies on trying to figure out What's the best way to deal with women? And it's 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 a very it's a tough struggle for men. It's a tough struggle because we're oftentimes our consumption uh, throughout the day. We're always thinking about women. Now, with that being said, it's all tricking. It's all tricking no matter how you slice it. And that's why, you know, somebody made a video of me talking about a certain segment of men being tricks, but they didn't realize the entire stream was calling everybody a trick. We all trick. And uh, the 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 thing about it is there's a lot of delusion related to it. So a guy will be like, well, I'm not tricking. I'm not paying for it. But oftentimes they'll take a mate to travel with them. Mm. And I'm like, uh, bro, like, how was that not paying for it? Like you literally cost doubled the cost of your trip. And you took sand to the beach and you limited your opportunities. And she's sitting in your hotel suite, pooting on the bed, farting and all that stuff, feet stanking. And then she rationing out sex. While she's trying to go to the spa, while she's trying to sit by the pool and read a book, while she's trying to tell you what in activities, what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do activity wise. I'll tell you what, dude, it's all tricking. It's all tricking no matter what. So do your best to live the best life that you can. And with the free agent lifestyle, we we tell men the truth uh, with this whole thing. Everybody, every strategy that everybody's using here, every it, there's a level of tricking in it along the way now if you're going to be delusional and tell me it's not well go ahead and lie to yourself right but it's all going to be a system where you're going to pay for play at some point either before during or after there's even guys that that are puas pickup artists that be living with women they might live with multiple women and i'll be like mm. how is that not <laughs> how is that not paying for it all right stop paying for it right now Stop paying for the one or two women that you live with. If you're married, stop paying the bills right now. I guarantee you she's going to be out. She's going to be out of there. And then and then why the reason why she's going to be out of there is because the payment starts funny. 
the payments start looking funny. Oh, well, the bills ain't getting paid the way they used to. And she's going to be like, I'm not happy. <laughs> oh, man. But, hey, look, we're here to educate, man, and entertain at the same time. We got um, one, two, three. We got a couple more PayPal's. We'll get into the show. Relax. No government. Oh, this is the working man's podcast. Another brother, man. We're going to have to get, we're going to have to click up. Maybe in 2023, I'll be ready to collaborate. All right. And, and, and help brothers build their channel. Spill coffee over here. The working man podcast said these body uh, positive XXs out here coming for you about your commentary on the swim thick event. They can't handle the truth. And that's you. Yeah, man. Hey, it's okay. Uh, they, if they want to be fetishized, none of them girls got men that they have for a long term. If they want to be fetishized, go ahead. I mean, you know, those guys are out there fetishizing those big, thick, voluptuous. I can't even call it thick. They were just highly voluptuous with with lards of uh, sub subcutaneous fat lumped and clumped. You know what I mean? All over their bodies. And there were dudes in the pool looking, you know, that look where brothers get brothers get that look where they be looking like mm. you see them brothers was in the pool like mm. all they wanted to do was skeet and bust and then they gonna skedaddle too <laughs> not many of them women got not many of them women got long-term men and if they do they probably broke the dudes it is what it is. Shout out to them, ladies. Hey, do your thing. Look, there was a time when I would have been out there too. I'm not, listen, everybody has a preference. But uh, down bad dudes, they only are restricted to the preference that is right in front of them, available. And most of the time, your preference is, is, is uh, you remember the equalizer back in the day used to equalize your sound on your little stereo system? Uh, broke dudes equalize their system on fetish fetishizing women most of the time out of shape women <laughs> moose hefner says coach i ran into an ex after three years and she asked me why i didn't fight for her oh my god he says she was the one who broke up with me i was like why didn't you fight uh why didn't you fight breaking up with me why i gotta fight again you're you're dialing into the psyche of women we teach men the psyche of women over here because we understand women we don't love them all right. I'm, I don't have love for them like that. Not to say I never have feelings for them, but I don't have love. You either love them or understand them. So we dial into the psyche of women. And a lot of times they're going through a rough patch and they will cause and create conflict. And uh, hopefully to see this is a shit test. Right. So they'll provide these opportunities for you to see how much you're willing to battle. All along, there's another bull in the ring. And so she has the ability to put her first put her foot on first while trying to steal second. So she'll create a little bit of chaos to see if you're actually interested while the other person, the other bull in the ring is interested as well. And then if you just wash your hands, guys, the best thing you can do with women is walk away, wash your hands. Okay. You want to trip by. All right. Then that leaves them with not another option. So then she goes to the other option. We're going to talk about this with Ski Davis Davidson. She goes to the other option. It doesn't work out. It falls apart. Then she comes back to you like this. Why you didn't fight for me? You should have fought for me. So she was monkey branching. You caught her in her monkey branch and you skedaddled. <laughs> just walk the hell away, man. I'm telling you, bro. The biggest thing you can do is just leave them without an option, without a safety net. All right. Call their bluffs. Gentlemen, call their bluffs. You're going to win either way. I know you're going to be like, oh, but coach, this is my girl. 
you hope strategist. Shout out to last one. Ed, we're going to call you Eduardo H. He says, good morning, coach. Should men, should more men ask for alimony and divorce, equal rights and equal lefts? I think more men should start using the court system against women, for sure. Um, but the men don't have pettiness like that to fight in courts. And then oftentimes, you know, the social, the, the social world society will say, what kind of men are you for taking women for alimony? Even if she is the primary earner, the breadwinner, and which 40% of women in marriages today are breadwinners, I think more men should start suing women in court, right? And making them pay the penalty. But oftentimes you'll hear of a guy who's able to qualify for alimony and child support. He won't take her to court. He'll be like, no, 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 that's okay. Just, I don't need her $300. Well, it's not about the principle of $300. If it was about $300, um, you know, uh, for women, like it's, a, it's literally 300 bucks but they'll fight you tooth and nail and take you to court for 300 bucks. And it's not the, it's not because of the money they're trying to punish you. So I think men should definitely get more punitive damages in relationships if they can against women. And I think that would swing the family court system. It will force the family court system to look at this and go, Oh man. All right. And it will force more women to think honestly about how, what they're doing. You know what I mean? So uh, I think men should definitely get more vigilant and using the court system against women. Not only that, if 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 a partner is malicious, malicious in their prosecuting you or malicious in their use of the family court with you, you should start going in for full custody and claiming that women are taking you into court too much maliciously. And it's costing you opportunities. It's costing you work. It's costing you relationships with your kids. You should start doing that. Men should definitely start doing that. But you got to have time on your hands to fight in the family court. And it's very, it's very, a very petty move to make. And I tell you what, the family court will be bankrupt immediately if women couldn't file more than two cases in a particular relationship. If they only had two cases that they can file, the, the family court building will go bankrupt. Meaning for one dude, you can only bring his ass in twice. They go bankrupt. So that means DV, juvenile detention. That means um, uh, child support, custody, uh, any custody issue that arises. You only get two. <laughs> That family court would be done. Yeah, DNA test, qualifying for DNA test, um, uh, determining alimony. Yeah, you only get two. But these bros be bringing dudes in eight, nine, 15, 50, 11 times. All right, shout out to you. Hey, man, let's get into the show because we got a lot to cover today. Appreciate all the earlier contributors. Hit the like button or we're going to get a little belly deli. We got 16, we got 17 million people in here watching this particular stream. 17 million. And look at my like button. Look at my like button. The likes are free. So do me a favor. Well, really gets me oh, yeah. You know what a time it is. Man. Oh, you hear it. You know what time it is. Let's get that up to 750 real quick before we get into this first story or while we get this first story going right there. All right, let's get a little belly deli real quick. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Oh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of bad belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right. Shout out to the girl, the belly deli in the building. All right. We got them likes kicked up real quick. So we ready for the first story. We going to get into Pete Rose. All right, guys. Let's take a look at what happened to Pete Rose recently. Pete Rose is on the people's uh, shit list for sure when it comes to 
um, how they treating him. He might have been the a-hole. You know, his character is not the best character. No way am I defending who Pete Rose is. But, um, you know, he, he lived this lifestyle a certain way. This breaking news right here, Pete Rose dismisses a statutory grape questions at Philly's Bash. All right. And he says it was 55 years ago, babe. All right. He's an old school dude. I always tell you guys, old, old white men from the, that, that were young in the 50s and 60s, they were basically barbarians. All right. You guys don't realize that they were barbarians compared to men today, compared to these limp wristed, jelly back, yellow, spineless men that you see walking around the day. All right. White dudes with beards. What do they call them? Hipsters. All right. Compared to the hipsters of today. White dudes used to be barbarians, like Lyndon Baines Johnson barbarian, right? All right, say whatever he wants. So uh, Pete Rose is indicative of this barbarian culture. And uh, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying dudes didn't give a F back in the day. They'll tell you what the hell they do, and they'll put, yourself, they'll put people in their place. But it says right here, Pete Rose dismissed questions on Sunday after his first appearance on the field in Philadelphia since the franchise scraped plans in 2017 to honor him because of a woman's allegation that the baseball hit king, he's the highest, he's got the most hits in baseball history. Um, They said that he had SEX with her when she was a minor. All right. So Pete Rose, I don't know. I don't want to get into the sports history, Pete Rose, but he was a great player. Um, He's Hall of Fame career, but he's, not eligible for, for the Hall of Fame because he gambled on baseball. He admitted he gambled on baseball. And um, and then he was with the Cincinnati Reds, and they were had the racism issue with the owner. I mean, Pete Rose's career post-playing has like, been just absolutely destroyed. So he's a shell of a man at this particular point. And what Pete Rose responded was, it was 55 years ago, babe. Uh, Rose told a female baseball writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. So... They're mad that he said, babe, to the to the woman sports reporter. And not only that, he dodged the question of, and said, it, look, it was 55 years ago. So let's get into the details of the incident because the article actually talks about all of the stuff that happened before all of that. So let's get into the details of the allegation 55 years ago. The woman identified as Jane Doe. Wait a minute. Jane Doe? Nope. Why can't we get a name? Well, they have laws to protect people from these allegations, whether they're true or not. False alligators get protection until innocent until proven guilty. But why is Pete Rose not innocent until proven guilty? Why is his name being drug out into the public with these allegations, which sometimes these allegations just could simply go away if you pay the woman, number one, or if you find out that the allegation is not true, nothing happens to the person. So they could just throw this out here 55 years later. Not defending the guy, but that's actually kind of whack. Here it is right here. It says right here, uh, she's identified as Jane Doe in 2017, said Rose called her in 1973 when she was 14 or 15. Which one is it? Listen, if you're going to make an allegation, I need to know specifically how old you are. You can't say, well, I was 14 or 15. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're alleging something happened. Uh, what's, what's her name? Brett Kavanaugh's girl. 
well, it was this day or this day. I don't know. That's not important, is it? Yes, it's important. <laughs> it's important. I need the detail. What day was it? What year was it? How old was it? Where was it? I was 14 or 15. No, no, no. It's got to be one. It can't be or. Your memory can't be fuzzy on the age, but you can damn near give me all the damn specifics. Anyway, getting on with this. And then she alleges that they had a sexual encounter in Cincinnati that lasted several years. She also alleged Rose met her in locations outside of Ohio for sex, which is important because if you know that the man act, a person that transports another person for sexual purposes, like flying out to another country. All right. Uh, transporting somebody for or traveling for sexual purposes is deemed illegal in many places, even when you travel outside the country. All right. So specific places, look it up. All right. But in this situation, she's trying to set up the narrative. Well, if it wasn't in, in, in Ohio, it was another place where the age of consent potentially might've been higher. All right. I don't know why you don't see she's setting this up for that. And I'm going to show you there's an age of consent map where they basically take the years in which the age of consent changed. And depending, depending on what state the age of consent could have changed so that if she, if her story is, uh, if her story is proven to tr be true, which you're going to see here, then she could say, well, it wasn't rape. In, it wasn't rape in Ohio, but in New York, it was, you see what I mean? This is the trick she's using. Uh, Rose's lawyer, has said the woman's claims are unverified. Rose acknowledged, he acknowledged in 2017 that he did have a sexual relationship with the woman, but he stated that she was 16, all right? She was 16, which is the age of consent in Ohio. He also said that they never had sex outside of the state. All right, so she's trying to change the venue. She's trying to change the location to make it advantageous for her to use the age of consent law and wherever they went, all right? At the Now, listen, this could have happened. I don't know. At the time, Rose was in his mid-30s and married with two children. All right, so that's the details of the case right there. Um, That's the details of the case. Let's look at uh, people always like, where would you find a map like this? I, I Listen, I'm, I'm here to research. I often find crazy stuff here. All right, so this is a map and of how age of has changed. Now, if you want to see some crazy shit, look at this map. All right, and so if you looked at this map in 18 and 85, which people think is a long time ago, it's really not. Age of consent was very, very low. I mean, times have changed. I would never want to see it go back to something like this. All right, but let's take a look at the map based on the timing that she's talking about here. 19, around 1890, the, the, the age's consent's going up in majority of the country, especially many of the countries that became new states. Um, and then 1920, the age of consent started bumping up 18, 16, and many places. Based on her, based on her claim, based on her claim, during this time, this is the age of consent in Ohio. She's trying to say it was slightly under that and then open up room to say, well, we travel to one of these other states. By 19 and 99, some of these other states were still kind of bumping up, all right? So she could make a claim, hey, we were in Ohio, and then we traveled to a baseball game in New York or we turned to a baseball game in Tennessee, and thus it made it a situation where it was violation no matter what. Because in this state, in this situation, Pete Rose did say, yes, we had sex. So then she opened up, well, it wasn't just in Ohio to give him the claim of it was statutory. Now, the odd thing is, the odd thing is he's admitted it, but she's now trying to move the goalpost to try to get him nailed on this. And it was 55 years ago. 
it was 55 years ago. So I always make the case you either pay now or you pay later. If you're doing something like keeping women in a harem or rotation, there's always going to be that one that tries to break out, whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, to try to make something provable that is basically unprovable. You can't really prove what happened 55 years ago. Okay, you can't really prove it. And this is the negative part of these claims because they become false allegation on face. What happened 55 years ago? Well, I don't know. Where was it? What were you doing? What were you wearing? What was the situation? Where were you located? What state was it in? When you start throwing in these situations, it becomes false allegation on face value. Because you really aren't putting together a claim or you don't have the DNA. You don't have the underwear. You don't have your parents. The parents are sometimes dead. You don't have a witness. You have nothing, which makes the claim a little bit harder to prove. But in the court of public opinion, now Pete Rose gets to get drugged down. Number one, you have a woman who is obviously broke at this age, because if you look at it, 55 plus 15 or 16, you're talking about a woman well into her 70s, who's probably not in a good financial way, uh, financial position, who's now lobbing this claim out, potentially, so she can get some support on the way out. Why did you lob this claim in 2010, 1990? 1980. Why is it coming out now? Well, because women are coming out and stuff. But on face value, it's a false allegation until she can prove specifics. And many times they can't. So unfortunately for Pete Rose, um, he's trying to come out and, and reclaim his baseball career, which they basically shitted on by his own fault. And the Philadelphia Phillies drug him out of his barbarian tunnel cave and put him out there. And the first thing they do is shove a microphone in his face and say, what about that time you had underage sex? <laughs> what about that? Well, he's like, what do you mean, what about that time? And he starts shuffling, all right? And he starts shuffling. So, Dale, shout out to Pete Rose. You get the first shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And we're going to take that. That takes us to the next story about this teacher right here. Speaking of underage. All right. So we talk about Pete Rose. Then the women are like, you don't know. You don't know. He should be. He should be dead. They should kill him. All right. What about this woman, ladies? Uh Oh, so here's a woman here. Former Texas teacher gets 60 days in jail for a sexual relationship with underage students. Now, obviously, by the headline, you can read that this is a female teacher. How do you know? Well, because they said a sexual relationship. Anytime you see these stories framed, and the teacher is, because they don't identify the gender of the teacher until you get into the article, or you get here, into the byline. But anytime they say sexual relationship, an affair, a love affair, etc., you know it's a female teacher. If it's a male teacher, they'll say assault, grape, all right, violent attack, all right? That's what they will say in this situation. And then you can interpret that it's a female teacher when they said 60 days in jail, all right? You don't even have to realize who that is because a male teacher would get 30 years in jail, okay? Let's go ahead and see who the teacher is. Oh, it's a Kaylee. Shout out to Kaylee. Let's read what happened here. Yeah, they'll have a romance. 
a whirlwind uh, love affair. All right. So a former Texas teacher was sentenced this week to 60 days in jail and 10 years of deferral adjunct adjudication probation. 10 years of probation. That's a lot. 60 days in jail. That's not a lot. It says right here for sexually abusing an underage student, enraging the local community who felt the judge was too lenient. Do you think the judge was too lenient? Let's go ahead and put up a poll right here. Let's go ahead and put up a poll. All right. Was the judge too lenient? Was the judge too lenient? Wait a minute. Where is that? Where is that? Lenient. How you spell that? <laughs> All right. Was the judge too lenient in the Kaylee case? All right. Here we go. Yeah, the judge too lenient? Sloppy yogurt? For sure, bro. It says right here, Marka Bodine. That's, that sounds like a Texas name. Age 32, a former Tom Bell uh, teacher. She pled guilty to aggravated sexual abuse of a child under 14. Under 14? Okay, so let's go back to the ladies getting quiet right now. All right, where y'all at now, ladies? Ladies, where y'all at now? Huh? <laughs> they quiet now. When I was talking about Pete Rose, they were like, they need to give him the book. They need to throw his ass in jail. They need to do this. They need to R. Kelly his ass. He needs to pay. Now, here it is right now. They quiet. Where y'all at now, ladies? Huh? Y'all cool with the 60 days? 60 days is enough. Meanwhile, Pete Rose got to lose his whole career answering for 55-year-old allegations. Here y'all go. Where y'all at? Here it is right here. She must register as a sex offender following her jail sentence. All right, that's going to be, that's a pretty harsh, pen, not harsh. You don't want to be registered as a sex offender anywhere. All right. Um, it says right here, Bodine, Bodine began a sexual relationship. There it is again. They did say a sexual relationship with a boy when he was 13 years old, authority said, during their relationship, quote, Bodine sent the boy sexually explicit photographs and videos, the Harris County Sheriff Office said. Bodine was arrested in April of 2021 after the student uh, called both the school and the police department. Wow, the, the, the kid turned them in, which is pretty rare. Some community activists criticized Bodine's sentence as too lenient. One activist, Quinnell X, Quinnell X, uh, accused the Harris County Judge Greg Glass of not being qualified to protect the children of Houston and Harris County. Um, so if Cornell X is involved in this one, we know it's a black kid. We know Jamal was smashing Mr. Aunt, Miss Anderson. Everybody knows Cornell X is definitely on the pro-blackity black side. All right. And so if Cornell, because why would Cornell X if it was a white boy? Cornell X wouldn't even be involved. All right. But Cornell X uh, came in and said the judge is too lenient and not protecting the kids. So Jamal was smashing a 13-year-old Jamal. You know what I mean? You can you can figure this out. A 13-year-old Jamal was smashing her when she was um how old was she at the time? In 2021. So this was a year ago. So she was 30. Guys, and y'all can't even get these women to respond to you on Tinder, bro. <laughs> she getting clapped and papped out by 13-year-olds. And she's telling you like this. And that's you. By the way, I got some crazy story to tell you. I don't even know if I can sneak it in in this stream. It's so busy. Cornell X said this and that. Assistant District Attorney Jana Oswald has asked the judge, asked the judge for a 20 
to a 40-year sentence for this heinous crime. 20 to 40 years, and she got 60 days. Wow. The district attorney, the woman district attorney, was trying to slam dunk this woman, and the judge was like, And that's you. Wow. Given that the seriousness of her crime and the lasting effects of the crime and the impact on a child's life, children are the most vulnerable members of our society. It is our duty to protect them, not to harm them. And uh, anyway, it's 35 miles from Houston. So there she is right there. Uh, 60 days in jail. 60 days in jail. Is, is, this, is this justice? Is this, would this be fair? Would, would 60 days be appropriate sentence for a sexual relationship from a male teacher to a female student? Ladies? <laughs> ladies where y'all at all right where y'all at y'all had smoke for me on the p-roll story we these abuse victims need the voice they need a voice how about jamal <laughs> my man minnesota jew said pua is running game on this woman this is why i say game is dead and dating is dead when you have stuff like this happening you know uh if you saw my tweet the other day about um how how it's gone in, in terms of dating and relationship and courting and if you need an explanation, I put up the best explanation you can possibly have. And here's the explanation here. It's simple. And I've done several streams on this one. And I can back it up with evidence. In 1910, dating replaced courting as a mate selection process. In 2020, prostitution replaced dating. And if you have a woman saying you need to take me out on X amount of dates, pay for this before you even get a sniff of this. If you have women saying you need to make over 100K or six figures. If you have women on OnlyFans, IG models flying to do do Dubai and sucking off camels and getting porty potty on. If you have IG models with with uh, booking information in their in their um, bios. If you have seeking arrangements, if you have the if you have all of these, if you have these, you got to buy all my girls a drink in order to talk to me. This is prostitution. Period, flat out. If you have women saying you got to have a house, a car for me to submit to you, it's prostitution. Okay. And this is what we have. And we've normalized this activity. We've normalized this activity. Even though we look the other way on these activities. We don't, uh, if you have women getting flown out and we're talking about, oh, he flew this woman out. He's a simp. If you have women participating in flew out culture, flewed out culture, that's prostitution. And um, here we are. Here we are. Now, does this affect everybody? There's always going to be that person. Well, I don't have to deal with that situation. Stupid. Where's my stupid button? Uh, Mar uh, what do you call it? F fit? Myron? You're stupid. That, just because it doesn't apply to you, and it applies to the grand, greater experience of humanity and the people in the United States, just because it doesn't apply to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I'm tired of people. Well, I don't have to do this, so it, it's not true. What? <laughs> Well, you do because you're dealing with it and I'm not dealing with it. It ain't true. It, it doesn't mean it's not true because you aren't going through it and you don't have to deal with it. But most people have to deal with it. Stupid. Yes, I called you stupid. Where's my button, Myron? I hate when people come out. Well, 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 I get it. I don't care what you're doing. See, when I speak, I'm not talking about from my experience. I'm not talking about me. When I get on here, when I start talking about me, I will say I. But when I talk about things, I'm talking about the greater in general grand experience of most people. That's what I'm talking about. I talk about stories that I've never gone through. So when people come over here and be like, well, I and that's you. No, it's not me. It's not me. And that's you. I'm talking about everybody as a whole. Prostitution is replaced dating for everybody as a whole. Yes, some of you guys don't have to participate in it. Or 
I'll say this. Some of you guys participate in it and you're lying to yourself. And that's you. Well, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. When you talk about marriage and divorce and it boils down to money and then somebody gets stripped of their money, it's prostitution. When a guy has to pay back in and pay for the past use of some woman's peace leave via alimony, that's prostitution. I mean, come on, man. Cohabitation in itself is prostitution because as soon as you kick her out, she's going to damage your property. <laughs> come on, man. It is what it is. So keep lying to yourself. Look, let's get to the contributors. All right, let's get to the contributor. Let's get back to the program here. Um, we got, uh, uh, oh, Adrian Paul. He says, over the past two weeks, went on four dates, one dropped off. He says, good reminder how much time uh, and money I wasted. All of them were fun, but one and done's without any post, is it commitments? Oh, he says, he says, one and done without any post comes. Pause. He says, stay on your purpose, man. So here it is, Adrian Paul. Shout out to you. Um, he went on four, you went on four dates and one dropped off. I don't know what dropped off means. You drop one off. I don't know. Or you hit it. I'm not sure. But yeah, dating in itself is a gigantic waste of time. Women will waste your time with the dating. All right. Opportunity costs. I don't date like that. Foodie calls, prostitution. When you boil down and just define it and just, just think about it for a while, the woman, you she didn't even give you none, which is the worst form of prostitution. You guys took her out there and paid her and just had conversation with the prostitute. Like how you just go sit there and have conversation with the prostitute. And she sure did. This is when you make it prostitution because she took the food and took it to her damn chat or took it to her Tyrone, got packed out for free. All right, come on. Dating is a colossal failure at this particular point because people are using tradition in which you understand tradition. Dating was never traditional. Dating was seen as prostitution back when courting was traditional. But what you think is traditional dating where the guy takes you out, pulls out the chair and he brings the chariot and you jump in and then he just pays for all the fucking it, that's prostitution. It was seen as prostitution. Back in a time where courting was the norm. Now prostitution is the norm and dating is rare. What? Hey, man. Hey, if you if you want to at me, at, at me. <laughs> if you want to at me, at me. But you goofballs are still doing this simp parade. But I don't pay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sizzo in the building. He says... I it's me. I Got Money Monday. Kim Kardashian knew she was wrong for doing our fellow free agent Kanye like that. Coach Sinye, a copy of the Free Agent Lifestyle book. Stop bringing skeet. Pause. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Mm. Appreciate you, Sizzo, on that one. We got a couple more, and then we're going to, let's see here. Who else is on PayPal? We got a couple more. Okay, yeah, we got, uh, make, I got to make sure I don't say government name. No government name. Today is National Dollar Day. Coach, tell them how a man is supposed to Meet a nice woman. Yeah, let's tell them how you're supposed to meet a nice woman these days, all right? With this. I got money. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen? This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> 
But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. <laughs> and he says, I got money. I got money. And dip. <laughs> hey, don't leave with your wallet. Don't leave with your wallet. You want women to give you their unadulterated soul. <laughs> a couple more on the cash app. Classy Beat says, happy money day. I got money. In the building. Who else is there? Avid Hiker, shout out to you for the coffee fund. Coach, I finished my coffee up. All right, shout out to you. Who is else in here? Galloway says, Elijah Muhammad, women should be half your, wait, half your age plus seven. Did Elijah Muhammad say that? And women should be half your age plus seven. Interesting. I think that puts women at 29 for me. Which is kind of old for me. I'm just that's borderline. <laughs> I'm like 29. Man, oh, dude, I don't want to get too far off. But I'm gonna maybe we'll talk about this next stream. But women from 18 to 28, they've done their dirt. I mean, I'm letting you know, man. They've done as much dirt as they can. They then they start willing to settle down. I I'm gonna share two stories with you. We'll do this tonight of young women that I've been with recently who told me tragic ass stories. All right. This is the young and dumb phase meets the pookie phase. All right. Phase one and two of women uh, as they age on the spectrum, what they do between the years of 18 and 26, really, you have to judge them on those years because those are her best available years. And then later on, she's going to be like, but I'm a good woman, right? She's going to say all of this stuff. And I got two tragic tales. bro. And that's you. I got to get those. I got to get those going. David, uh, last one, David McFarlane says, no belly deli, please, coach. All right, so let me check the likes in the building. We're still under 50%. So um, I'm going to do this story, and then we're going to get back to it. Pete Davidson, just so you guys know, today's topic, the Pete Davidson story, will come to the come at the end, but we're handling business today. So we're going to get into story number two. Uh, Spain's yes means yes law. This should be concerning for any men out here, all right, any male out here. Um, that potentially could come here to the United States. Um, this uh, this idea of consent, I think consent is one of the most ridiculous things that people can use against men. All right, because I don't know if you guys, I don't know how you guys have intercourse, but it is very rare that you're using consent as a means to communicate what to do. A lot of times, women will say, "No, no, 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 no," but 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 you need to keep fighting. All right, it's no, no, no now, and then it turns into a yes. Baby, don't say no, just say yes. Not many people can, within the context of a conversation, say, stop the interactions and say, do you consent to this? Do you consent to that? Do you consent? And so people are saying, a woman a woman saying after the fact, she's going to remove consent after the fact. I didn't say no. I'm sorry, I didn't say yes during the act. Okay. Now, I don't when was when was the last time you start saying, can I reach into your pants? Can I reach into your bra? Yes, yes, yes. You start doing it. Sex is not a verbal communication game. Most of it, you just panting and, and, and um, grunting and you're 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 doing all of these sounds. It's body language. You're 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 body talking more than you are verbally talking. Most of the people don't talk at all during intercourse unless you really 
proficient in you nasty. Shout out to the nasty boys. All right. But you then you'd be like, I'm going to pull your hair. I'm going to slap this and I'm going to do this and do this and lick up under. Then you're getting real specific. So many times you're telling her what to do and then she's not saying, okay, or you're not asking her, can you lick up under here? Can I pull your hair? Can I slap your ass? Women will get unaroused if you start asking her these things. They want you to leave. But then all of a sudden she can say, well, I never said yes. I never said yes. Now, this is a problem because how do you even prove that she said yes? How do you even prove that she said yes at any point? Are you recording the conversation? Is it her word against your word? He said, she said. What if she said, I never said yes, but you know for sure she said yes. What does that do? And so some of these people out here don't have a lot of sexual experience and they think this is going to be a whole, oh, can I do this? Can I do that type of thing? All right. Now, if you're really sly with your verbal game, shout out to the game artist. If you're really sly with your verbal game, you can make sure that you can kind of get these consents, right? Are you, do you feel comfortable be, being with me here tonight? Oh, yes, of course. All right. Do you feel comfortable riding home with me? Do you feel comfortable me taking you back home? All right. Some of these things you can kind of put slide into the conversation without it feeling weird. All right. Without it feeling weird. But if you do it too much, the woman's going to be like, why do you keep asking me questions? Some woman will say, just take me. Have you ever had those women? Take me. I'm yours. Throw me on the bed. Slap me. Flip me. Rub it down. All right. Do this. Don't ask me nothing. Just take me. Just be a man. Throw me around the room. Now you have those women to those extremes, and now you now you have the yes means yes culture, right? It would be weird if a guy came out and broke out consent forms, asked you to put your cell phone in the closet until you're done here. Do not bring your purse to the upstairs bedroom, right? Do not do any of these things and sign this consent form and let me take a picture and let me record it. Women would be like, no, this is absolutely weird. But of course, now they use these yes mean yes laws to control men to remove consent after the fact not only after the fact immediately but 55 years later well 55 years ago i never said yes mm. <laughs> you're like this is absolutely ridiculous so just so you guys know this is actually setting setting up not great victims from an assault from a stranger not with a man jumping out of the bushes with a ski mask not with a guy breaking it, entering a peeping time that finally couldn't take it no more. Oh, I got to have it. He got his binoculars. He like, oh, look at it. I got to have it. These are friendship. These are friends with benefits. These are date dating experiences. And these are people that she's known and comfortable with, meaning she came over to the house. You allowed her to take her on a date. She came to a party. You guys had an established relationship. So then it can go a little bit too far with a little bit of act alcohol it could go one of those situations and then now she can remove consent from a situation that got out of hand that she couldn't say yes to that she wished she said yes to but she just lied there paralyzed in fear and never communicated to you that she wasn't comfortable now she can remove consent let me give you another example a lot of times you could be with a woman who lets it happen only to later say hey I really didn't want all of that to happen. If you understand how great an assault works, many women will say, I never kicked. I never screamed. I never clawed his eyes out. I never said no. I gave him body language that made him, he should have understood that I wasn't receptive to the situation. It's never happened to me. 
but a lot of women will say that happened. He should have known. I gave him signals. I never said yes. This is the complicated situation that you're having, and you will go on. You'll give her the five-stroke special. You'll bust, and she'll be like, all right, uncomfortably put on her clothes and say, okay, I'm ready to go. She'll dip out of there, and now you got a lawsuit. Or she'll say, well, he was forcing himself on me and I just, to get out of there, out of danger, I just let it happen. Or here's another worse situation. I got put in this position and then I really, I really didn't want it to happen, but I let it happen. But now my public reputation's being dragged in the mud. So, so now I have to remove consent. I have to remove consent now. Because now everybody's calling me a slur. Everybody's calling me names. People are calling me a slut. Um, uh, the guy that I really like found out that I slept with this guy. Now I got to remove consent. <laughs> okay, this is the problem with these laws. Now, a lot of guys in Spain are going to get hung up on this post-sexual experience with someone he knew who changed and removed the game or changed the game and removed consent after the fact. This is not a stranger. These are people that they knew. This in now puts the game guys in danger. This is now puts dating men in danger. You're now the target. At any point from now to 55 years later, as we've now set a precedence, you now can have consent removed by these laws. And you won't be able to prove whether she said no, just say yes. Always your body's calling me. Who talks during sex? Anybody? <laughs> who 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 talks during sex? Hey, uh, can you move just like this? Can you toot that up? Can you put your face in the pillow just a little bit? And you're waiting for her to say yes every time. Hey, uh, no, I'm not talking about dirty talk. I'm not talking about dirty talk. Give me this, give me that. You pulling her damn, you pulling her damn hair back. You like this, ride it, ride it, smack. We ride at dawn, bitches. Not like that. <laughs> I'm not talking about dirty talk. I'm talking about simp talk where you try to get. <laughs> I'm talking about like, hi, uh, bury face in pillow, turn head to the left, toot buttocks up about 45 degrees. Do you consent? Uh, do you consent for me to go sleeve to mouth? You know what I mean? <laughs> Permission to enter the premises back door. <laughs> 81 no all right that's what i thought that's what i thought a couple more contributors to the day shout out to oh gone with john he says your advice to go hard in the paint is paying off hey man you got to go all in shout out to you um i think you've been putting out some content and it's getting some traction go all in shout out to xl pro services in the building check out gone with john by the way you got a lot of uh dudes that are building up their platform appreciate you xl pro services the usual suspects all right, Abel returns to Eden. Trump strategy for the past, never apologize. Yes, never apologize. I mean, once you apologize that you bend the knee, it's over for you. And you've lost all respect. Um, and you put the people in power. You're giving people power that shouldn't have power over you in the begin with. Um, crazy. Shelby, New York says, educate me. When are the winning years? All right, the winning years, typically for men, economically, is going to stand at the years between 32, if you've been really on your purpose, and then into your 
your mid fifties. All right. I showed the money mindset people yesterday about, we were talking about discretionary income and we showed you the chart where discretionary income and particularly with men is particular is, is specifically high. It's high men's usage of discretionary income is high. And so thus you begin to win. I'm telling you, man, I don't know, man, you young dudes don't, you young dudes don't know. I'll be at the junior college and I don't waste no time. I don't waste no time. Time is my biggest asset. And I, if I feel my time is west, wasted, like I won't wait for your ass more than 15 minutes, ladies. Y'all show, you show up 15 minutes late, I'll be out. You didn't wait for me. You didn't understand. I hit a couple of red lights. I was almost on my way. You should have waited. No, 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 no. You got to go. You out. And uh, women think you ain't got no other option. Man, please. When you're my age, 46, I'm 46 years old. I know y'all think I'm 58 with a 32-year-old eyes. I don't know. It's just the gray in here. When you're at my age and you reach, it's a layup. <laughs> it should be layups. But when I was younger, yeah, man, I struggled. I struggled in the sense that, like, I didn't struggle with women, but I struggled in the figure, figuring out how this works. You know what I mean? I was always like, ah, oh, should I date? Take her out three dates, wait, wait 60 days, wait 90 days. Oh, she's not talking to any other men. She's talking to me. I'm not talking to any other guys. You know, you were getting fooled. You, you're basically getting fooled in the belief system of, well, I'll trust her. Guys, what does Stone Cold say? Don't trust anyone. DTA, when it comes to this game, have you ever heard the phrase? Have you ever heard the phrase of all's fair in love and war? All is fair in love and war. When it comes to romance, dating, sex, whatever it is, if you get, if you're the dumbass and you get your trust violated and you went into there with the hope strategy, all is fair. If, especially when women finesse you, they just be like, well, you were stupid. Well, you believe that. Well, you didn't take advantage of what they'd be like, they don't give a, they don't care. They don't care. When they finesse you. Now, when you finesse them, they be like, oh, my God, how dare these guys? Sure, I cheated on him, but he had no right to be out here talking to five other women. And I cheated on him as revenge, although I was cheating on him first. But it's revenge. And then I were cheated after him. And then I had a man's baby. They don't give a damn, bro. Have you ever seen a woman look at you with the I don't give a damn face? <laughs> you be like. And you catch their ass red-handed, and they be looking at you like, like with the sister look. I mean, that's the that's the sister I don't give a damn face. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's when you know they caught. They're caught, and they don't know what to say, so they just give you a they just give you a a, a, a nonverbal communication of that. I mean. <laughs> a white girl will just hit you with the they just hit you with the dumbass look the blank stare <laughs> with one eyebrow raised okay alright they like hey it is what it is a Latina chick will just stab you anyway mm. alright hit the like button I'm going to go through my race of women again since people missed it. Shout out to Preston. You, he says, being the side dude made me RP before I knew what it was. Yes, being a side dude, having an affair with a married woman, 
that's going to give you the red pill. That's your first red pill experience because at some particular point, you're going to want to say, I don't want to be a player no more, and you're going to want to wife up a woman. And then you're going to go back and reflect and think about that bachelorette party where uh, a woman that was getting married sucked you off in a strip club mm. or a dance club, and you're like, wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute. Yes, when you smash another man's wife, this is why I don't encourage it. Because it's going to ruin you. It's going to ruin you forever. So if you're a young dude and you're smashing wives, forget about it. You'll never get married. You'll never want to get married because you've already had the valid. You've already verified how women can be. Now, somebody's going to say that's not all women. Doesn't matter. It does not matter. It was that woman. And now you're going to forever have that memory. And you'll never be in a trusting relationship ever again. Because you'll never trust your wife. You'll be like. I'm just going to girls nights out. We're going to a bachelorette party. We're all going to Cabo. We're going. You'll never. You'll be like, wait a minute. What? You going to Cabo with your girl? Oh, not me. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. It's my sound effect. My sound effect's frozen. And that's. Oh, there it is. You'll never do it. So, ladies, I'm just thinking about it. You guys have to understand where men come from. Uh, They have experiences early that will never allow them to trust. So shout out to you. Um. Preston and then Mr. Big Buck says the number one stunner. He says minor, minor attracted people are in power now. Minor attracted people. You mean ugly people? Mm. <laughs> and uh Tarlo says, thanks, bro. Shout out to you, man. All right, I gotta get back. Dude, let me see how far I'm back. Let me check a Venmo because Venmo gets the least traffic, so I won't have to. Oh, yeah. Adrian Paul says clarification. One of the five bailed on me. So you have four dates, one bailed on you. Um, our plan time, and by comms, I mean communication, post-text communication, only doing layups from now on. Okay. He says, uh, so he says all of them were fun, but one of one and done's without post-communicate. Oh, so yeah. So you got you got date finessed. You got finesse. You got finesse for your money. You got foodie call. Yeah. You got foodie call. So, uh, yeah, man, that's the sad part about it, dating. I mean, I, I gave up dating a long time ago, like dating like that, because that's not actually dating. That's not actually dating. That's prostitution. <laughs> I mean, I don't care how you – you can be mad at me if you want. If a woman comes out there, everybody – ladies, plausible deniability says this. This is a teaching moment. This is the – women use plausible deniability all the time, okay? That means they get into a situation. And then they could say, well, I thought it was, or I didn't intend to, but they've already got the positive result. Or the result doesn't turn out the way they want. Well, I didn't intend this to happen. Now, ladies, you could play naive with me if you want, but I'm too old. Yes, I'm too old for naive games. Well, I didn't realize you just wanted sex from me or you wanted to have sex with me at any particular point. I just thought you were here to have conversation. I thought you wanted to treat a lady. I thought you were interested in me and more than that. No, Mm. we want to. Now, with that being said, I don't need to on the first time I meet you. But if I make a second time to reach for you. And uh, you you kind of play funny. Oh, well, you know, next time. Next time I meet you, meaning a third meeting, then I'll come to your house. Then I'll do this. And then by the time you set up the third meeting, they ditch you. So they got the first date, number one. You gave them the benefit of the doubt. All right, I'll treat you with a little bit of respect. 
I won't pound it out on day number one. I just want to meet you to see if I can trust you. Date number two, uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to come over to the house yet. Why don't we just meet out in public again? Now, you know, mm, here we go. She's starting to finesse your ass. I'm not comfortable yet. All right. Or I'm on my period. Oh, next time. Oh, I'll get you next time. I, I will still try to figure it out. Okay. I, all right. But you on shaky ground. Date number three. Come to the crib. We haven't steak dinner. We haven't barbecued. Come to the crib. And then by the time you get to date number three and you set it up and they bail on you, they finesse you. And they flake. That's a finesse. She got you for two meals and now she's skedaddled. All right. Then you texting her, hey, well, what happened? And where are you going to come over? I thought you were coming over. She flakes. Oh, damn. Something came up. She finessing you. That, that right there is finesse. Well, what kind of guy, do you, what kind of woman do you think I am? I wasn't just going to give it up to you after date number three. Well, I didn't spend date number one and two. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I didn't date, made it date number two. I treated you with respect. I scheduled date number three. And now you out here shuffling. Well, I didn't realize, ladies, what, what do you think the dude's doing? <laughs> what do you think he's doing when he invites you over? What do you think he's doing when he asks you out for a date? What, just to talk to your ass? Well, I thought that's what most guys wanted. I mean, just a little bit of female company. I'm not that hard up on female company. What I want, yeah, somebody said $500 later. $500 later. Some of you guys still do this. I think you guys are crazy. 500 bucks later, I could have smashed some chick off seeking for 500 bucks and or less. I could have got that nut and been back on my purpose. Same dudes say they don't pay for sex. Same dude say they don't pay for sex. You pay for three interactions before you smash, but I don't pay. You're a trick. Not only are you a trick, you're one of the biggest tricks out there other than husbands and wives. All right, husbands got to hunt. If, if these travel bros were actually had some integrity and not dice my video up, they would have realized the whole streams were about all men are tricks, but they just diced up the travel part and put that video out there saying that I was targeting travel guys. No, I said all men trick, and the biggest tricks out here are married guys. The second biggest tricks out here are dudes that date. I mean, trick implies deception, and you get deceived left and right. Men are in marriages are getting deceived left and right. They got to beg their women for some sex, all right? That's trick. That's deception on a grand scale. Men that date and take girls out on dinner dates are getting tricked. <laughs> Somebody said three days later. Um, and not only that, you're getting tricked by normies, which you guys should be pissed off about. You're getting tricked by normies and plausible deniability. Well, I didn't understand, and I'm not that type of girl. If you thought I was that type of girl, 500 bucks later, two or three dates later, well, I don't want to move that good. Are dudes flying girls in? Well, I didn't realize you wanted sex from me. Mm. Normie ass, normie ass dudes, normie ass chicks tricking Normie dudes, hope strategists. It's this. It's disgusting. <laughs> All right, travel nurse causes deadly car accident, and then we'll get into Skeet Davidson after allegedly arguing with her boyfriend. Let's go to Straggle Rock. <laughs> Reporting from Straggle Rock here. Oh Lord. All right, hold on for a second. I can't show y'all that. All right, there it is right there, sharing the screen. Houston nurse accused in fiery California wreck that killed multiple people here. Oh, man, what's going on here? It says right here, Nicole Lorraine Linton, age 37, 
was a Houston nurse working in Los Angeles area, and she's a traveling nurse. All right, let's see if they have her photo. Um, that's not her photo. Why don't I put her photo up? She's a traveling nurse. Guys, if you actually have known traveling nurses, these are some of the biggest 304s that are out here. All right, these are some incredible 304s, but you will have a fantastic time. A traveling nurse is someone who goes from city to city, state to state, ocean to ocean, busting it up while the tour bus keeps coasting. Okay, and so what happens is they go from town to town every two, three months, short-term contracts, hospital to hospital. They get big, they get major money. And when they go from town to town, they get skeeted on crazy. All right, they super, these are high-level Super duper 304s. All right. I've I've had great experiences with travel traveling nurses. All right. And what happens is they can leave a reputation back behind the town. They'll go from Kansas City. They'll go to damn Oklahoma City. They'll be in Dallas. They'll be in LA. And they'll be getting clapped out. By the, by the way, this was before seeking was popular. So I know a lot of these girls be on seeking making an extra bit of money. And nurses' schedules are crazily, uh, crazy open. They're crazy open. So a nurse's schedule, they'll do what they call three twelves. Okay, so for during the week, they'll work three days, but it'll be a long day. It'll be 12 hours. But for four days, they'll be off because they deal, you know, nurses deal with a lot of trauma. So they need mental time to get, get a little bit of breathing. So they'll work three twelves, and then they'll have four days off. What do you think they're doing for them four days? <laughs> So it's it's crazy. So let's go ahead and review the film of what's going on here. And I'm not disrespecting them. I'm not slut shaming them either. I like it. All right. They the free they the free agent lifestyle. They the free agent lifestyle and getting paid on the back end. It's a fantastic uh deal. Here it is right here. If you got here it is. Bam. Seemingly no. All right, we're gonna turn this down right here. So um, as you can see here, this is what Los Angeles traffic looks like. Uh sad moment here for a lot of these families, man. Sad, sad moment. Um, so let me see if I can, what is going on here? So uh, as you can see, this line of traffic right here in the number one lane, it's being slowed down because somebody's turning into the gas station right here, okay? And this is, you know, common. What's going to happen is this intersection is going to get blocked and piled up, all right? So you got left-hand turn over here, mid lanes traveling free, and then you have people piling up behind one person here turning into the gas station, and this happens. Let's go ahead and show it. All right, let's show it again because you can kind of miss it. You can't really see it. It comes in like a bullet. Bam. Oh, my gosh. Lord, 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 have mercy. Yeah, all in the name of love. All right, so these people, a lot of people lost their lives. I think up to eight people, including a pregnant woman, uh, an entire family, a, a baby daddy uh, lost his life, uh, several children. Uh, these people are innocently you know, as much as we can be in this society, innocently going to work. And I'm going to tell you how fate works. Boy, how fate works. Uh, your life can change in a moment. Let's take a look here. This car right here, this way, where is it at? This car right here is going to pause traffic by turning into the gas station. You see this right here? All she did was turn, or this driver did was turn into the gas station, slowing this person up, bringing this person's car into the moment of truth. All right. And so you see, it, it piles up here. So this person just innocently breaking right here in the intersection. And now they meet their fate. All right. Bam. And she came in. No breaks. No nothing. 100 mile an hour crash. Now, why is this important? Why are we talking about this? 
because people get in their feelings. This person allegedly left her post because of some interaction she was having with her boyfriend. People noticed that this is all alleged. People noticed that this nurse left her post in order to uh, left uh, a lot of her. Um, she left a lot of her. Uh, what do they call them? Clients? <laughs> what do you call a person that's in the hospital? Patients? She left a lot of her patients untreated because she was going through some verbal spat with her boyfriend. And allegedly, she was either on a suicide mission or she was on her phone FaceTiming at the time of the crash. At the time of the crash, she was allegedly FaceTiming her boyfriend wherever the hell he lives. I don't know if she if the boyfriend lived in L.A. and she was trying to get there pretty expeditiously. Obviously, you're in L.A. traffic. You're not getting anywhere expeditiously. And she either suicide mission and took out eight people or she was actually enraged so much FaceTiming her boyfriend that she was not paying attention and crashed into on, not oncoming traffic, crashed, crashed into traffic coming across the screen at 100 miles an hour. All right. With no breaks. All right. So let's go ahead and read the article. No breaks. Did you see that? All in the name of love. I, I actually have a theory that more people have died in the name of love than have had successful relationships in the name of love. She's a, okay, you guys want to hear something very despicable. This woman's still alive. She left with scratches. She left with scratches and she killed eight people. Okay. Love has called more. I mean, there's people in prison that love somebody way too much. You know what I mean? They, they got life in prison because they love someone. Many people are in prison because they fell out of love with someone. Let me give you another one. Many people are in prison because they fell out of love with someone and fell in love with someone else. <laughs> uh-huh. Here we go right here. Let me go right here. Uh, here it is right here. Uh, this, this car right here is lucky. This looks like a BMW uh, M series potentially. They got right out of the way, right on time. Look at that impact. Boy, they turned this car into dust. A baby flew out and was ejected and landed at this gas station and was in a child restrained seat. Um, eight people dead, and she's still alive. Let's go ahead and review what happened to her, just so you guys know. Uh, wait a minute. Here it is right here. Nur nurse in deadly Windsor Hills crash released from the hospital, being held on $9 million bail nine million dollars bail so this is what happened to her uh it says right here charges have been filed as early as monday against a registered nurse from houston who was suspected of speeding in a mercedes probably a c-class if i look at it c-class mercedes ass happened mm. let me check if it's a c-class i'm <laughs> oh, sorry oh uh, c-class people are as mad as hell at me i can't even tell this thing came in like a bullet oh hold up where in the hell am I got? Hold on for a second. Oh, hell no. Fair use. That was an accident. C-Class Mercedes have an ass. Hold on. People are like, what's wrong with a C-Class, coach? All right. Souped up Toyota Camry having ass C-Class. All right, here we go. Uh, That's a Mercedes? That looked like a Toyota. It looks like a convertible, too. Or it's about to be a convertible. It looked like a convertible or it's about to be a convertible. Uh, I can't tell. I can't tell if that's a C-Class. <laughs> AMG C-Class, though. C-63, 
that's the you know what I mean, you know, but C63 AMG, all right. You know what I mean? But you see class having ass. All right. <laughs> anyway, where are we at? I listen, don't don't get mad at me. Y'all be mad at me talking about, well, you got a Porsche Volkswagen. All right, come on, man. Listen, man, just enjoy the fun. What should she get? It says right here she's she was speeding in a Mercedes through a Windsor Hill intersection on Thursday, sparking a fiery class that crash that killed six people, including an infant and pregnant woman. I heard eight, but it is what it is. Nicole Lorraine Linton, age 37, was arrested Friday on suspicion of vehicular homicide with gross negligence. She should be just arrested for first-degree murder at this particular point. Eight bodies. She was released from the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center. New, 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 new world order. This weekend, where she has been hospitalized for moderate injuries. Moderate injuries from that collision. Linton is now being held on $9 million bail at the Century uh, Regional Detention Center, according to jail records. It was initial, initially set at $2 million. Oh, boy. District Attorney George Gascombe new, 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 new world order. said Friday that his office was working with law enforcement through the weekend, and the investigation could be presented to his office for con uh, consideration of charges as early as Monday right here. As you can see, a young baby right here, uh, born on August 17th last year, dead August 4th, didn't even make a year, all in the name of love. Preliminary investigations indicate Nicole Lorraine Linton was driving a dark color Mercedes traveling southbound on La Brea Avenue at a high rate of speed. Man, this area does not, you cannot speed in this area. Like, I don't even know. There's not, there's so many lights in this area. I don't know how you get up to 100 miles an hour, but I believe in you're going to be at least meet an intersection where there's two cars that are parked at a red light. I don't know what happened here. I would love to know what happened here. There's no explanation for this. While driving the Mercedes, Linton proceeded through a red light, collided into multiple vehicles, traveling eastbound and westbound on Slauson. Shout out to Slauson Avenue. This is Los Angeles for sure. As a result of the collision, multiple parties were ejected and two vehicles were fully engulfed in flames. Following the collision, um, involved parties were transported to Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center new, 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 new world order. by Amalams, and six individuals were declared deceased at the scene due to the extensive fire. We don't need to read all this, but it says right here, Linton is a traveling nurse from Texas, a LinkedIn page. Um, Register has, he says she was a traveling nurse employed by healthcare staffing and all of this stuff. Anyway, man, um, they don't have her photo here, but a lot of people died here. There's the pregnant woman. There's the child. Uh, her baby daddy died um, and so forth and so on. And, and her son right here was ejected from the vehicle and landed some 50 feet in front of someone's feet here. And they list all of the people who uh, probably had died. It says right here, I'm trying to get to this place where. They said um, she was on FaceTime. Of course, they're not reporting that now. That might have been information that they don't want to get out uh, right here. Yeah, they don't they don't have the story here. Uh, we do might have a picture of her. If you guys want to see, does she deserve to have her picture shown or is it innocent until proven guilty? I mean, she's obviously guilty of something here, but uh, what's going to possibly happen here if they do say she was on a conversation, a phone conversation, FaceTime with her boyfriend, potentially. They can probably blame the boyfriend. All right. This is how sick it is. She can possibly put this on the boyfriend. Let's go ahead and flash her picture up on the screen here. This is innocent until proven guilty. She allegedly was the person here. This is her. 
sister you've been on oh my mind sister she was a strong and independent sister so i could focus on my career they're gonna say the boyfriend caused her to go into some rage because he was cheating or something all right and he and she was concerned about the love they're gonna blame it on love they're gonna be like well she was in love and he was cheating they're gonna be like and she got into her car and she got into a condition where she lost control of herself and that silly old man who was cheating and clapping cheeks on her she was trying to rush to the scene it's his fault all right what do you think the likelihood of that happening is high sister you been on oh my mind there she is right here this looked like her right there too that's her all right watch out for the natural hair sister shout out to the and this is her here her linkedin traveling state to state ocean to ocean busting nuts while the tour bus keeps coasting that's what she said in her linkedin profile allegedly it says right here traveling state to state to expand my skills wait so i could focus on my career yeah uh as an icu nurse she said I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. She said. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Who FaceTimes while they're driving? I'm, I don't do that. I, I, every now and then I might text on my phone, but um, I don't really text on my phone too much. That's because I'm driving a vehicle that's worth six figures. So I try not to text on my phone. All right, but I, every now and then I'll have the phone. I'll change my music on the phone, but FaceTiming a woman? I'm like, girl, you're going to have to wait. I'm bumping my sounds. All right, uh, we're going to get into Pete Davidson now. We're going to get into Pete Davidson. Guys, why you should never be the rebound guy. All right, uh, Skeet Davidson, as Kanye says, he's DOA. You know what I mean? He's out there. He had Kim Kardashian. He had the, uh, let me see here, Kanye being a little bit petty here. All right, Petty Kanye. He mourns fake death of Pete Davidson after the Kim Kardashian breakup. There's your boy Kanye West. He's all in him, him, him feelings. Him lost his girl, him bitter and hurt. All right. Skeet Davidson dead at 28. Wow. And so he came out. I believe he originated the name Skeet <laughs> right here. And there's Pete Davidson. He thought he was winning. He thought him got Con uh, Kim Kardashian, who the men ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel, who don't even look like herself, right? At this particular point, she's beside herself. And him thought he won. So let's break it down, guys. Let's break it down. When you're the rebound guy, the couple of things that you have to understand that happens, all right? First of all, you think you're going to win. You think you're getting her soul. You think you're becoming the man or replacing the man that actually failed. A lot of guys will get another guy's girl and he'll applaud himself. Well, she chose me. Your chick chose me. Um, you'll uh, oftentimes say things like, um, well, you weren't man enough to keep her and I got her. Most of the time, you're going to get an L. Yes, you will get some peace leave. Yes, you're going to clap her cheeks, all right? If that's what you think is a win, go ahead. But when you're the rebound guy and you start to be in a relationship with this woman, you're going to pile up L's, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because, number one, you're being used. You're being used, especially when a woman allows you to parade her out in the court of public opinion. And now people are going to say this is a 
a publicity stunt and whatnot. It could be when you're dealing with the Kardashians or whatnot. But that doesn't mean that the Kardashians are the only one guilty of this per particular publicity stunt. Women oftentimes go to the next person in order to keep their more or less the, their, their relationship prospects open. And so they, they don't look bad after a breakup. And this worked for Kim Kardashian. She actually didn't look as bad after the Kanye West breakup. Kanye West looked really bad. He got emotional. He started having to go to birthday parties with his daughter and getting information. He started posting content. Kanye looked really bad after the breakup. Kim Kardashian, not that much. The only time she looked bad is when she allegedly said her kids found some porn or something like that and had to call Kanye. Okay. So most women use this publicity stunt and they use men. How do you get used? Number one, you become a stepdaddy. So she breaks up with her baby daddy. She breaks up with her husband and you become the stepdaddy. You become the stepdaddy so much, Pete Davidson, that let me go to this one. You're seeing holding Kanye West's kids' hands while shopping. Now, people thought Pete Davidson at this point was winning. Oh, wow. So publicity stunt or not, here it is right here, fair use. There's Pete Davidson playing the step dummy. And everybody's like, oh, well, Kanye's lost and Kanye got his kids. Uh, another man got Kanye's kids and whatnot. And this is Pete Davidson's dumb ass right here. Guys, you're being used and abused at this particular point when you play the step, step, dummy, step dummy immediately following their relationship. Not only did you do that, here it is right here, another video with the paparazzi following Pete Davidson, and he's driving the kids around in their exclusive community or just outside of it in a golf cart, playing the step dummy. And now Pete Davidson believes that he's winning. See, I got your kids, and he's using these opportunities to say, hey, I'm hanging out with your kids. No, you're being used by the, by the baby mama, and you're babysitting the kids. She out getting her cheeks clapped by whoever she needs to. And you're doubt babysitting the kids, playing the daddy, causing the baby daddy to potentially want to hurt you. I encourage men to never do this. You're being used. Never raise another man's kids, especially immediately after a breakup. Here's another situation where he allegedly got a tattoo of the kids' names on his body. He allegedly got the kids' names or, or initials. It says right here. Of course, there is also the issue of an apparent neck tattoo. He got that bears all the kids' first initials plus Kim's. So any men that are saying that Pete Davidson was not emotionally invested or he he was kicking Kim Kardashian to the streets or any. No, this dude got emotionally invested. She used him. And now I believe she kicked him to the curb because right here she says, I don't think I have this up right here. She's claiming that uh, she needed a break. I can't remember. I don't I don't have the headline up. It says here. Let me see here. Why she claims it. Uh, let me see here. I don't uh, I'll find it. She claims something. But this guy actually was the, the 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 rebound guy. Let me give you another reason why you shouldn't be the rebound guy and why she's using you. 
This is a death by simp scenario, okay, in which she's pitting these two men together. She's kind of playing in the background. She's not trying to uh, put the fire out, but she allowed Pete Davidson to be around her kids and parade the kids around and get a tattoo, knowing that it would hurt Kanye West. And this is basically her throwing rocks and hiding her hands. Women are very good at this. Okay. Plausible deniability. Well, I didn't realize this was going to cause a, such a conflict. Yes, she did. You allowed it to happen and you didn't put the fire out. So you threw, you're throwing rocks and hiding your hands. And so now it's a death by simp situation in which Kanye West got, got emotional. Pete Davidson stood his ground. And now um, he basically became the step dummy, dummy. And then it collided in a public reputation lynching of Kanye West. And he allowed this to happen, by the way. He didn't get it within, he, he didn't get out of his emotions. So Kanye West allowed himself to be lynched publicly and embarrassed with his reputation dragged all over his kids and his ex-wife. So now you got the death by simp uh, scenario. And the woman oftentimes backs up and say, well, I'm not creating this. It's not my problem. These are these two guys. But you allowed it to happen. The next reason why you don't want to be the rebound guy is because of um, um, this, what I call the 80-20 rule. This is the old 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule in this space is related to um, hypergamy and mate selection. But there's another 80-20 rule that people rarely discuss. So the 80-20 rule goes like this. In most relationships, um, most people are only capable of giving you, at best, 80% positive results. There's always going to be 20% that the person can't give you. And if a person is not really understanding about this, they will complain about the 20% the thing the person is not giving them and not appreciate the 80% that the person is giving them. Okay? So in this scenario, let me give you an example. If you have a wife, she raises your kids. She's a good stay-at-home mom. She's a good woman. She's loyal. She's faithful. and Or she brings home the check. She doesn't give you any lip, but she's bad in bed. But she sucks in bed. Many men will say, shit, I can't put up with this. I need some good peace leave. I need her to swallow the kids. I need her to suck me off. I need. Well, the woman's doing good for 80% of their relationship, but you will sacrifice that whole relationship to find the 20% that you're not getting from that woman, meaning you'll cheat on her, but she's 80% good. She just sucks in bed or she doesn't suck in bed. Mm. Let me give you another example. You're a guy. You're doing your best. You bring home the check. You don't complain. You take care of the kids. You split the household duties, but you're not alpha enough. You're not masculine enough for her. She doesn't respect you. You look goofy in your apron cooking three days a week sharing cleanup duties she's gonna lose enthusiasm for you what she will do is say i'm gonna need to get pounded out i'm gonna need to go girls nights out or she might find a guy that's masculine or alpha and she'll go out there cheat and give up the entire relationship or she'll go search for that 20 percent she's missing and give up the 80 percent and she'll be fine with it kim kardashian in this position gave up 80% of the good of Kanye to go reach for the 20% that she was missing from Kanye. And she found that in Pete Davidson. This is very common of what people do. She'll find the 20%. She'll give up the entire relationship, meaning 100%. And then after that wears off and she realizes Pete Davidson's the 20% guy and he sucks everywhere else, I just lost everything for the 20%. It's a selfish move. It's a selfish move. And everybody 
is that, that you're um you're you're capable of this because people want perfection from people and it's not there. So what happened to Pete Davidson? He was the twenty percent guy, but he was uh, ultimately a failure. And now Kim Kardashian is now looking for to replace the eighty percent she lost in Kanye potentially with Kanye or with another man. And Pete Davis is on the outs. You're the twenty percent guy if you're the rebound guy. You're the 20% guy. When a woman leaves you for another man, often it is because you failed in a small portion of the relationship. But ultimately, she will find out it wasn't worth it. And you're the rebound guy. You suck everywhere else. And then she either comes back to you. Hey, big head. Hey, stranger. I miss you. We need to work this out. I don't know what I was thinking. She'll come back to you or she'll find another guy. I need a guy to spoil me. Then she'll get ridiculous. Men and women do this all the time. And when you're the rebound guy, the only reason you're there is to fill the 20% void that this selfish individual was not getting from a guy or a girl that was giving them 80% quality in a relationship. People do this shit all the time. All right. And so you, when you're a rebound guy, you're that guy. Um, The next thing about this is that sex is usually very good after a long-term relationship. And so Kim Kardashian, allegedly she didn't cheat on Kanye, but she was with him for a good decade at least and produced three or four children. Many times when you leave a marriage or you monkey branch, a woman monkey branch or a guy leaves a, a marriage, the best sex you're going to get is right after your breakup. Okay? And so Kim Kardashian allegedly was the one that approached Pete because they kissed on scene at Saturday on Saturday Night Live and in this situation, Kim was looking for that 20% of physical interaction that she was not getting from Kanye. She was looking to return back to the streets. Now, Kim Kardashian strikes me as somebody that sucks in bed, all right? But she wanted somebody to beat the brakes off of her, and Pete Davidson was that guy. She selected him. She hand-selected Pete, allegedly. She hand-selected him, and this is how it went. They were on Saturday Night Live. They had a kissing scene after the show. Pete Davidson did not cold approach her. He did not close the deal. Kim Kardashian passed her number on to someone else or got Pete Davidson's number, and she closed the deal. She cold approached him. Holds be choosing. Women are choosing these days. Game is over. Women are choosing these days. So by the time you game dudes start approaching women, she already been ran through by more times than a Holland Tunnel. She's already picked who she wanted. If she actually happens to lie on her back and open her legs, you were one of many. Congratulations. Okay. Many times you're getting turned down by these same women who are out here choosing. And so Kim chose him. She probably got what she wanted. And when the sex wore off, she realized this dude wasn't the guy. And now he becomes another victim. All right. She becomes another victim. This is why you don't become the rebound guy. If you fall in love with this woman. Now, if you are just getting the cheeks, fine. But P. Davis in this situation was not just getting the cheeks. Pete Davidson in this situation fell in love with Kanye. Um, Kanye, pause. Fell in love with Kim Kardashian. Okay, he thought he was the dude. He started taking care of her kids. He started babysitting. Knowing her track record, he should have saw this coming. He should have went solo. But he fell in love with her. He started putting. He started putting um tattoos of the children's name. Where's the picture? Um, he started putting tattoos of the kids' names on her, her name, initials. This is despicable behavior. 
And any man that's in a rebound position should know this is coming. I'm telling you as a person, rebound position, you're always, what I say, Paul's here? People in a rebound position never work out. At best, you're going to be a death by simp. If she's four or five guys down the line, then it's going to be, it could be different. But the reality is, it's she's not yours, it's just your turn. She's not yours, it's just your turn. Uh, sad situation for men, but men never learn. And the reason why you never learn is because you're a hope strategist sucker for love. And I'm finding that, and this could be you, I don't care. I'm finding that men after a certain age who possess this hope strategy, sucker for love strategy, I'm finding that you're never going to be satisfied or you're lying to yourself and you really want to go out here and clap cheeks. Okay? Because I'm finding that people are saying that they want to go find submissive women and then they go ho-hop. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're either a liar or you're a sucker for love. Right. And then people can be easy manipulated when you're a sucker for love. I think, in my opinion, and we'll get to the, the supporters here. I believe men overwhelmingly shouldn't be the ones falling in love with women. Now, this could be this is a debatable topic. I don't think you should be falling in love as much as she's falling in love with you. But I know you single mother raised men out here. You need love because your mother never loved you the way she needed to love you. She used you for child support checks. And she used you as a pawn against your baby daddy. That's all you were. And now you need your mother to hug you. And after 17 and a half, she never hugged you. She never loved you. You realize that this woman never set you up with a plan. She never invested in you, invested in your name. And she used your credit. And your social security number to pay for utilities and you found out you ain't never been loved. And so now you a sucker for love, gump, going state to state, traveling, all this to find a woman that loves you. I want somebody to love me for me. Hey, man, listen, I know, man, I'm a little bit cold-blooded. I'm a little bit cold-blooded. I'm a little bit on the dark side. But with this being said, I, I hear a lot of hopium out here. Y'all dudes got hopium and hopium and hopium. Y'all hoping one day some woman falls in love with you. I'm, I'm letting you know that the vast majority of you will not have that for a long time. Like, you're going to have it temporarily. <laughs> then you find out you'll get used and abused, and now your ass out here clutching your pillow. Well, perhaps I'll get a passport. I'll find a woman that loves me for me. Perhaps I'll go to Mars. And a woman will be there loving me for me. Perhaps I'll go out here and clap cheeks and I'll find one of these stripper slash renegade seeking arrangement girls and she'll love me for me. No, bro. If your strategy includes how to get a woman to fall in love with you, you lost. <laughs> you lost. You know what I mean? You you lost. You, you, your mother didn't hug you. <laughs> and, and and black women you guys should be really alarmed right now you guys should be really alarmed i mean because you guys are so toxic dating wise that you guys got dudes out here brothers specifically out here trying to find love any way they can despicable 
it's despicable. The black, black women, y'all should be ashamed of yourself because y'all, <laughs> y'all can't even, y'all can't even, y'all so cold against your guys. You're so cold against your guys that they out here in desperation for hopium. And all y'all got to do is just lighten up jerks. You know what I mean? Just lighten up just a little bit. <laughs> but nah. And I know they're going to say the black black men are doing this and that. But I mean, I hear you. I, I hear you. Um, ever since you were 14 and you start dating 19 year olds, it messed up your world. It messed up your world. Right. And so you got hurt and bitter by the drug dealer. Do I have a little time? We're not even at the two hour mark. I'm going to tell you this story. And this was not a black woman, by the way. A lot of women do this. I mean, all women do this. This woman told me a story. This is a girl that I previously was clapping on. And I ditched her. And then she ended up trying to sniggle back into my life. And I was like, nah. She had told me that she had some legal problems. And I was like, you know her damn legal problems? Let me tell you what her legal problems were. She ended up breaking it down to me the other day. I've ended up taking her call after her. I was like, let me just take the call. She was like, I just want to tell you my legal problems. When she was 20, this is why you got to find out what a woman did between the years of 15 and 28. It is her most important years. If she finagled it, flubbed it, if she dropped the ball, if she went through her curious phase, her young and dumb phase into her pookie phase, she's trash, garbage, garbage. So allegedly this woman, Dated a Pookie. Pookie was a drug dealer. Pookie knocked her up. Pookie knocked her up. She had Pookie's baby. Pookie gets arrested. And Pookie hid drugs in her house, in their apartment. This is all. She's 20, 21, 22. Pookie goes to jail. And then people apparently knew Pookie hid the drugs in the crib. And this is, this is a white girl, y'all. This is a white girl. Then people started stealing Pookie's drugs up out, of the, up, up out of the crib because they knew he stashed it in the stash box. They, these people all had CBD licenses and all of this shit, right? So they were all trying to do it legally, but they had illegal drugs. Shout out to the CBD and the weed people. So Pookie, they had a storage co- container, but, 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 but Pookie hit the drugs in the apartment. She didn't know about it. She didn't know. She didn't know. And I'm like, I didn't. She's telling me the story. I really didn't know it was in there and they were helping themselves to the drugs. Bullshit. Plausible deniability. Here we come. And here's the next thing. Allegedly, somebody takes the drugs. They come to the crib. Their dudes are coming in and out of the crib. You know what they're also doing while Pookie's in jail. Then allegedly somebody comes in and gets some drugs. She thought it was coca, but allegedly it was fentanyl. He ODs on the floor with only her and him there. What was they doing? She trying to give him the CPR. She leaves him dead there for a couple of days. I swear to God, you guys, this woman looked innocent as hell that I'm telling this story about. She looked innocent. 
she don't look like she didn't look like a mud shark, nothing. She looked like an innocent girl. Fentanyl, he ODs. She leaves him there for a couple days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hold up. Because she's scared. She finally calls the police after somebody said, you probably need to call the police. They give her, they charge her ass up. She claims plausible liability. Well, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know the drugs were there. I didn't know. This woman's now 26. 26. About to get two felonies in house arrest. She's not going to prison. For some reason, they got her out of the charge. They blamed it on Pookie. She looked like a Tessa. This woman looks like a Tessa. If you if you can imagine what a woman who, who looks like a Tessa would look like, she looks like a Tessa. Now, that's from age 18 to 26. <laughs> that's right. She's lived eight people's lives already. She's took eight people's lives already. And she's like, she's like this here. Hope you understand. It wasn't my fault. I just got into some circumstances where I just didn't realize what was going on and things were happening all around me. Bruh, when I tell you the young and dumb phase is what makes the woman who she is, it's what makes her who she is. And a lot of times they try to say, well, you know, I... I was young. I was 14. I was messing with the 19-year-old drug dealers and the dude, the scammers and the players. And now I'm 32. And that's you. And I'm a good woman. I've learned from that. That was when I, if they try to sweep that shit under the rug, it don't work. And unfortunately, let's go back to the sisters. Unfortunately, sisters get started really young with this love thing and they fall into attachment with the wrong guys. All right. And then they get cold-hearted. I get it. You get bitter. You get hurt. This is why they project bitter and hurt on men. But the guys who get bitter and hurt are the men's that are the men's <laughs> that deal with these women after age 26. Because they don't realize they're dealing with a cold-hearted snake. And then when these dudes fall in love with these girls, baby, I'm yours if you want me. And then they find out who she was when she was 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 and dated older men, men now that they call pervs and metaphiles, now that they're older women, I can't believe these pervs and metaphiles, but you were dating older men when you were 16, 17, 18, 19. Make it make sense. But now you date a guy, he gives you all of his love, and then you, cold-hearted snake, you bite him, and then all of a sudden he gets bitter and hurt, but that just shows you're not bitter and hurt over this guy. You were using this guy because between your younger years, you was getting ran through more times than the hollow tunnel. So this is the problem. This is the dynamics that we have here. <laughs> this is the dynamics that we have here. These women have sugar daddies. They dated drug dealers. They dated older dudes, slightly older or excessively older. How many girls do you know when you were in high school, 15 and 16, they was off dating college dudes? Then when they turned 18, 19, and 20, they was dating older dudes, 26, 28. Then they were 22. They was dating dudes in their late 30s and early 40s. And then while, when you turn 40, they be calling you a metaphile. <laughs> you metaphile, you cradle robber, you nasty dude, you perk. Wait a minute. 
You was doing the exact same thing. Now when you 46, now I'm a metaphile. <laughs> Somebody said, what is this poll concerning? Let me close the poll. So this is why dudes, this is why the relationship between many people, struggle people, straggle daggle, snap, straggle and sniggle is never going to be there. And you send these men out for hopium. The worst hopium dudes to me, the worst sucker for loves for me are the good guys. You're such a good man. You're going to wait three dates. You're going to wait 90 days. You're going to marry me. I'm celibate now. Or the guys who were these guys, they, they did good. They missed out on their younger years, meaning they weren't getting any women. They struggled to get women. And then all of a sudden they'll say, well, I'm going to make myself better. I'm going to get educated. I'm not going to be like Pookie and Tyrone because they know Pookie and Tyrone going to jail. They go through relationships. They get drug in a couple of relationships. They put their hope and faith in their own race of women, which I, this whole race of thing is actually despicable to me. I mean, like, well, I'm only going to date sisters. I'm going to make it work with sisters. No, you're not. I hate to throw a monkey wrench in your program, but you're not. They're the highest divorce. The highest divorce rate is amongst black women. The lowest marital rate, black women. The highest single mother rate, black women. The most child, bro. It ain't gonna. <laughs> you wrote you 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 really hopeful. Well, we gonna save our race. No, you're not. You better get somebody up. Hey, the only way that's working is if you're 14, she's 14, and you guys know each other all the way up, all the way up until she goes to Michigan State, and you go to Arkansas State. And you keep in touch. She don't clap no cheeks. You don't clap no cheeks. And you get married and so forth and so on. But what it's most likely going to look out look like is when you know her from 14 to 14. You guys graduate high school. You give her a promise ring. It's going to look like this. Yeah. Oh. You don't want to be with nobody else but you, baby. Be quiet, man. Okay, I'm trying to start them off. Shit. But you. You're going to be no faithful. You're not going to break us up. And it's just Look at my ass, ring. baby. That's the promise ring. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know how this is supposed to go. Wait, where is it? You got a middle finger? No, I got a promise ring. Now, we know that poor man is going to get his heart broken. And this guy's trying to be the good guy, and she's going to want a little bit of excitement in her life. And there's plenty of guys here, uh, guys that are willing to do this, right? About a whole hoppers out here. As Jesse Lee Peterson said, slut makers. There's a lot of guys that are going to run through that girl. We know what's going to happen here. We don't even have to say allegedly. It's going to happen. She's going to get on to Southern University in Baton Rouge's campus, and she's going to get her yard stomped out. They're going to stomp the yard of that young girl. We know that's what's going to happen. And he's going to go off to college, and he's going to be FaceTiming her, texting her. He's going to go through the whole trauma. of she's, He's texting her Monday through Thursday. She's available, but Friday through Sunday, she didn't disappear on his ass. Disappearing acts. Football game, homecoming. All right, all of that shit, she's going to get stomped out. We always know that. 
and it don't matter the race at this particular point. I don't want to make this about race of women, all right? Uh, but he's going to fall in love, and it's going to turn into... And what's going to happen is between the ages of 18 and 28, many men will get their heart broken. Many guys will get coochie games played against him. Many dudes will get finessed. And then by the time he figures it out, he's going to be bitter and hurt. And when he becomes bitter and hurt, basically he smartens up. He starts being cautious. He starts like, hold up. I already know what you're going to do. You're going to do this. You playing coochie games. And then they're going to say, well, you're bitter and hurt. Of course he is. Can we address that? Of course he's bitter and hurt. That's, that, that goes with the territory. And what if he admits he's bitter and hurt? I'm bitter and hurt. Yeah. I, who do I get bitter and hurt by? Let's answer that. We don't want to answer that, do we? Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. And that's when you win, gentlemen. Is you realize leveraging options was the whole game to begin with. That's why Pookie Chad, Tyrone, and Ray Ray won. Because they had leverage and options. Because then you don't get hurt. Because all along, it was about leverage and options. But it takes many men, suckers for love, about 15 to 20 years to figure this out. What I'm trying to do is get you to figure this out ASAP. I know you listen to me and you still go out on dates and you strike the hell out. I know you listen to me and you'd be like, yeah, but I found a girl that's going to love me for me. And then six months later, you're back watching my content. Guys, you can't bet against me because I have the house advantage. Statistically, statistically, most of you guys are going to lose in your relationships. If you watch me for five years, four years. You'll go in and out of relationships before you see me one time lose in a relationship. You won't see me lose once. I know you got to play the game to win, but I'll see you lose three times before you even see me lose one time. Because I figured it out. It's about leveraging options. But you're a sucker for love. Right? You keep doing this. You keep going, oh, I'm going to stay on Tinder. And you keep taking L's. I got the advantage. Statistically, I got the advantage. My bet never, my bet rarely loses. So people keep wondering why I keep addressing these contents and making these contents because it's a it's a win win bet for me. <laughs> Ladies, you have watched me for three years, and you ain't found love yet. I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna win this long game forever. I'm gonna win, especially with the relationship marketplace of where it is today some of you guys will win but not enough of you to sway the direction of dating and relationships i'm i'm going to win this argument every single time statistic wise i'm going to win this argument every single time it's the surest bet marriage and divorce it's the surest bet there is for me to be on this side that's for you to come in here well coach i found love what is the one guy, the roommates guys? Well, what you guys need to do, I'm going to win that bet. I'll never stop because why would I stop a winning bet? 
-hmm. I'm sitting here doubling down. I'm over here splitting bets. I'm over here hitting 21, at least 19 every single hand. I'm hitting 19. I'm hitting 18. I'm hitting 20. I'm hitting 21 every hand. And your ass is sitting here trying to make it work. And you trying to, you trying to, uh, you trying to tap in on 15 and get a face card. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to win. I'm going to win. So I know it's all, it's, I know it's okay. Some of you guys might win a hand here and there, but I'm going to keep on winning. Yeah. You got 17 and you like, mm, hit. <laughs> you hitting on 17 and I got 19, 20, and 21. Hey, it's all good. I love it. Keep doing you. Anyway, let's get to all the contributors in the building. The hope strategy is going to get you guys. And I think, again, a lot of guys are chasing hope, um, especially in scenarios where you've got a severe disadvantage. I mean, the disadvantage is so severe. I'd be like, man, like, wow. Like, the numbers are just against you. All right, we got a lot of PayPalsies in the building. I got to catch up. My goodness. It's going to be the rest of the show. Shout out to Art Stanton in the building. Good to see you here. He says, while tubing on Apple River in Wisconsin, two young women attacked the 52-year-old Nick Mayu because he was snorkeling and deemed a pervert. Simps joined in the fight, but Miyu defended himself with a knife. One simp dead, four other simps seriously injured, and he's in jail. So let's just say, you know, the situation sounds iffy that he was a pervert, but I'm sure he was looking at some young tail. There's nothing wrong with looking at young tail. I'm sure he was out there looking. All right. He has a right to look. I got eyes. I'm not blind. But um, in this situation, they tried to frame him as a pervert. And then and then guess what? The girl sent uh, some sims in. All right. It sounds like Apple River. It's a. Yeah, it's a river. So he they were snorkeling in the river and uh they sent the Sims in. And they one lost his life because he was looking at Young Tail. Yeah, gentlemen, mind your own damn business. Stop being out here defending women. They're equal to you. Let them defend themselves. Um, and uh wow, that's that sad situation here. I don't know what he was doing to be deemed a perv. Was he taking pictures of them? What what was he doing? I really don't know. Billy the kid is in the building. He says PUA is dead and been dead since the explosion of dating apps. I see the PUA shame people in they in their streams, and he says it's because they know they're losing money. Um, that's the case there, and a lot of them have switched over to kind of doing MGTOWs type content, and then they wanted to sell their PUA course. Uh, a cold approach for most people. Um, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, guys, don't be scared, right? I I get that. Don't be afraid to talk to women. Don't pack it in. I, I agree with that because for me, I got a hair tickling right here. Um, For me, I don't want men to be scared of talking to women, right? Um, When you get leveraging options, you're got, not going to be scared to talk to most women because most women aren't going to be qualifying for you. So you'll have a random conversation and realize they'll realize real fast that you're out of their league and it'll be easy pickings. Uh, Peru, day, uh, Peru, Parav D, coach. Did you know today is International Peace Leave Day, Cat Day? He says it's being promoted all over YouTube. Cue the, what? Oh, International new, new, new 
Uh, pet moms are rejoicing for the International Cat Day. Wow. Well, you know, that's their new mates. That's where they find comfort. And they also find that, um, you know, this is going to be their best possibility for finding companionship. Sad. No government name says, hey, coach, did you see the link I sent on locals? Too short, even admitted that game is dead. Interesting there. Um, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. But, um, yeah, guys are still holding on to hope with this uh, game and, and approach and uh, portions of it, it's it's dead. Let me see here. I'm going to play it without previewing it, which is dangerous <laughs> to me. But I'll play the audio only. I I lived and died by that PFL, like that player for life. Yeah. Like I, I went through some phases in my player career, and I'm like, you know, you look at the game now. Sure. With the whole, you know, I walk in a club as a respected player. Right, right. And the game is so fucked up now. These little brothers are still like, hey, you know, they flirting with a nigga. And yeah. I'm like, you know, little bitch, you still like me. And then, <laughs> then the bitch say, uh, you got cash app? It's not a surprising Ooh. interaction to go, let's go kick it. How right. much you going to give me? Right, like, nigga, right. what? Who started this shit? <laughs> These hoes used to hang out just because they wanted to hang out with a player. They yeah, hung out yeah. just because the nigga had some good weed, just because the nigga had a fly his house. Yeah. They wouldn't hang out with nigga because the nigga had a good personality. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Not cash out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> now Pimpology himself. Now Pimpology. Guys, Go. I know some people are new here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. CGA is in the year 2030. I come from the future. I'm telling you right now that the game is now prostitution. All right, here's my tweet. It's all pay for play. Even the guy like a two short, when they're realizing it, they're going, whoa, it's over, guys. I mean, listen, it's not over in the sense of there's nothing going to happen. We're just going to move into prostitution. All right, and now we're going to call it something different. Look, 1910, dating replaced courting. 2020, or just use any frame, 2012, we now have accepted that the game is to pay, okay? Now, it's been going this way, but I think people have finally accepted it that just pay up front. There's actually been women on dating apps that say um, just, I, I can't remember what they said, but they would just be saying, let's just cut right to the chase, just pay for my dinners, just give me the money. And for me, yeah, the notorious CGA, Coach Namas in the building. I, I've been telling you, pimping is, is phasing out, is going into the internet. Um, now you got renegades doing it. You got girls doing it for 200, 300, 400, 500, some, some very attractive women, a thousand bucks. They just clear out. They don't want any, they want to live their lives. They want to be independent. Now, re remember, um, remember this don't be the exception to the rule guy. Don't be the guy that comes in here. Well, uh, not so. I get it for free. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> Wait. And that's you. That's you. It doesn't mean what I'm saying is not true. Again, you're trying to say I have to pay and you don't. No, no, no. We're not saying me versus you. You can continue down this path if you want. What I'm saying is for the majority, I speak for the majority. I speak where things are going. We're going to fully legal prostitution. That's where we're going. Mm. I'm not hearing this bullshit about you and you still run game. Congratulations. Hey, man, congratulations. Good for you. What I'm saying is the vast majority is going to be, again, people say I got flown out or they're saying people are getting flown out. 
Uh, women are saying you got to pay for three dates. Women are saying you got to have six figures. You got to have a house and car. This is all prostitution. Women are divorcing men and getting alimony. This is prostitution. No fault divorce led to prostitution. You got women on seeking arrangement. You got IG models. You got women saying that they're going to Dubai. You know what they're doing. I mean, come on. And they're going to flood the market. You got 40-year-old women on sugar daddy apps. I mean, for the majority of people, yes, you can keep running game if you're successful at it and you're a player. Even now, Too Short is saying, what happened? He's like, what happened? Where did all the Somebody go? saying, you mad. See, these women think I'm mad. I'm telling you, it, it, you must be new. I'm not mad. I got money. See, there, there's an indication right there. She's a she's a full-out prostitute participating in prostitute culture, and she's saying I'm mad because she's a prostitute. I'm not saying I'm mad. You don't know what – you must not know what CGA's philosophy is. Let me show you. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen. This will make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What, to who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. See, what people think, see, I, you, the suckers for love are mad. I, I ain't mad over here. I'm over here. I got money. I'm over here at the junior college, and you retired, old retired 304s. I ain't with it. I'm over at the junior college paying for biology books. You guys don't know how this works. I pay for jasmine rice and chicken skewers. I pay for biology books over here. All right. We over here enjoying the good fruits of the, the we enjoy the girls are enjoying the few the fruits of CGA's labor and getting papped out and sent back to the crib in a dirty crib with 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 that shag carpet, bars on the window, and Captain Crunch crumbs all over their floor. And I see many of these girls ain't got no car. They ain't got no car insurance. Many of these girls are patching up 250 and 300, 400 bucks per guy, and they still broke. Living in the dust. I dropped I dropped girls off in a Porsche 911 in some of the most dirty, piss-infested apartments that you can find. And they over here think they winning. I'm living over here like, I just got the only thing that you got. All right? Now you got to go find eight and nine versions of this. Now you're going to take that money and pay your back rent with so you don't get evicted in that piss-infested apartment that you live in. Shit. No, y'all losing. And take them leftover jasmine rices with you so you can put in that damn microwave in the damn apartment lobby because I know you ain't got one in your apartment. You're going to go to your neighbor's house. Can I microwave this leftover jasmine rice? Have at it, ladies. Hey, look, I'm winning. <laughs> you ain't winning, and I know you broke, right? Hey. Game over. I don't mind. <laughs> they be like, you mad. Oh, I ain't mad. And then later on, you're going to be like, and that's you later on. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. 
<laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. <laughs> hey, CGA, man, we, we know how this game works. I'm in the future. All right, we got a couple more. We got a couple more PayPal's. Love it, man. I love it. I love how the game has changed. Thank you for no government naming that two short clip. We're definitely going to keep that. We're going to clip that. Players are figuring out that players don't have the advantage anymore. Not anymore because women can renegade. Shout out to Billy the Kid. Coach, have you seen the Dave Chappelle love consent skit? Yes, on the Chappelle show. This is what people are doing now. Like a uh, link to the video. I'm not going to show it because it sometimes has a uh, fair use and censorship on it. But yes, the skit, he's, I think, was he Little John in that skit? I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, instead of doing that, you could be down at the junior college. Shout out to Dejan says, uh, I got a junior college girl. I've been piping now for the last six months and she told me she's falling in love with me. What do I do? Well, you, you, you violated coaches rules of engagement with these women today. All right. My rules of engagement is if you pass the six week mark, anything that happens is your fault. Okay, so if you've been giving girls that good love, that good stroke, and you've been going knee deep, all right, you've been making her weak in the knees, you've been eating in between, you've been doing all of these things, and you've been like, because these girls, these renegades think they can go out there and sell peace leave a couple of days a week, and then go out here and just be out here, uh, you know, uh, living the good life. It ain't work like that. You need to be out on that track every night. So these renegades go out there, and they end up getting piped down. They find the wrong one. You pipe her down. And then she'd be claiming she won an allowance and she wants to be yours. And uh, because they they really think they can be cold and heartless like dudes and they can't. and Or they can be cold and heartless like a real street walker and they can't. So it's your fault when you go past the six-week mark. Six weeks of piping down. Somebody says six weeks is too long. Yeah, but by the third time, you're doing her a favor. Like, I look at it like this. I like variety. By the time I'm with a woman three times, I'm already over her. I already got to think of another person when I'm with her. <laughs> so by the time you get to number three, but if you get to a friends with benefits, if you get to a situation where you go past six weeks, even a renegade, even a prostitute, if, if you're putting it down, she's going to fall for you. Now you got, see, I always tell guys, if, if you ditch her before six weeks and she acts up, it's her fault. After six weeks, if you keep piping her down and stroking her and think she's not going to fall for you and she starts doing things and, and encroaching or damaging your property or acting crazy, it's your fault. Six weeks is your limit. Now, I go past six weeks every now and then. And guaranteed, if something crazy happens, I'm going to just say, I'm going to have to own up to it. Okay, I've messed up. I've been giving her that good stroke. Um, a lot of guys aren't giving them that good stroke. But six weeks. If you go past that and you keep stroking it, it's your fault. Go ahead and just chunk the L up. All right, that's my rules. That's CGA rules. If you want to pump and dump, dump them before the six-week mark. Uh, Mr. 
Chairman Mo, good evening, coach from China. How are you watching this in China? New, 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 new world order. <laughs> I've always wondered that. Or Dogo, uh, he says, here is the morning coffee from you. If it is not enough, thanks to Biden, Biden, wait, sorry. He says, here's the morning coffee for you. If it's not enough, thanks to Biden inflation, let me know. Anyways, this yes mean yes law is crazy. It sounds like it's written by a bunch of people who never have been laid. Just to show how nutty this law is, you should make a prom movie with one of your Kayleys based on how you are talking about asking them for consent for every action. Once they actually try to put the law into action, people will see how illogical it is. Yeah. Women don't want to be, women don't want to take on any accountability in, in terms of things, right? They want to be led. They want to be kind of, you know, many women are aroused by rough play, meaning here you go, throw you on the bed and turn them. They're not trying to be like, let me stop here and ask you if this is favorable to you. Most of, of, of um, bedroom activity is non, is body language. It's nonverbal communication. Billy the Kid says, coach, to me, there's a level of disrespect. I feel like when a normie chick doesn't give me the cheeks the first night, and he says, I don't, I don't, de I don't date either. All right, well, so, because the level of disrespect is, you know, the cat's out of the bag, that she has given the cheeks to some men, and your feeling is, because she's not giving it to you, she's treating you like the good man. And that's you. Rockaway Rob, give me the buzzer. This young Japanese woman, 25, 110 pounds, had me simping this weekend. He says, I snapped out of this Sunday morning and was like, you need to go home. All right. Rockaway Rob, I, what is simping? What, what, what were you simping about? You was cuddled up with her all the whole day? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know, man. Have you seen women's living conditions? That's why they don't want to go home. Just know that. That's why she's living up in your spot. She living up. She like, you got two mattresses. You ain't sleeping on the air mattresses. You got two mattresses that are the same size. They like, you got sheets, pillowcases, pillowcases that match. They'd be like, I'm yours. She started nesting on you. This is the complications of bringing women to your crib. They start nesting on your ass. Oh, I'll stay here. <laughs> You got air conditioning, central air. You got a garage. You got you got food in the damn in the refrigerator. They start nesting. They'll never go back home if you don't tell them they have to go back home. All right, so be careful when you have a good spot. They come to a good spot, they be like, I can think I can do this, daddy. They'll do whatever you want. I'll submit. Forget the allowance. Forget the condom. She start taking your condom off. Plunk. She's like, put it in me, Roski. And bust up in there. Shoot up the club. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want with me. You know this is a trap, right? You know this is a trap. Yo ass. <laughs> Billy the Kid says, Coach, the nurse is going to lose her nursing license regardless if they blame the boyfriend or not. Also heard that she was in the middle of the shift when the accident happened, possibly neglecting her patients. So, yeah, I mean, she's had egregious behavior. So, well, she's going to lose her career and all of that stuff here yes so i could focus on my career oh we're gonna give her the child support this is what uh this is how women submit the modern day women we're gonna give you the post let's see here if i can find it before the stream shuts off let me see here oh yeah i got it i still got it up 
So, um, yeah, if you have a nice spot, a nice crib, this is how she's going to be after you bust. She's going to be. Feet all out, feet all up. Yep, you got a lawn, lawnmowers, hedge, hedge trimmers, all that. She like, baby, I'm yours if you want me. Baby, I'm your shoot up the club. Shoot it up. Shoot them up. Yeah, shoot them up. Y'all, yeah. Shoot them up. Now shoot them up. Yep, she like, shoot all that up. <laughs> Ten toes up, gang, in the building. Ten toes up. After you wake up, you're going to be like this here. You're going to be like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You're going to wake up. You're going to turn and look. Girl, what you doing? What? Hey, what? Hey, what is this? Hey, man. Hey, hey, get up. Get up, man. Hey, get up. Leak that on the sheets. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. You need to piss that out. Get all that out. Aren't you on birth control? She was like, nah, birth control make me gain weight. You're going to be like, oh, Lord. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Yeah, man. That's a whole thing. You don't want that pose. You wake up to that one after you done roared. Roar! You wake up, Lord. Oh, my God. What are you doing, ma'am? She's like, I think I'm ovulating. This, that. I think I'm in ovulation. She moving in. All right. I'm going to get everybody, man. Uh, shout out to, let's go to the cash app. Thank you brothers for being over there. Uh, we got, uh, boob is in the building. He says no alligator formed against me shall prosper. 100%. Yes, indeed. Paige got us with the co-sponsorship. The belly deli scares me, coach. You mean you ain't never had that? You ain't never had a woman like that. They be heavier than you think too. Shout out to April returns to Eden, Eden celibate for eight years. These stories confirm why. I don't mind that at all. Uh-huh. Yep. Peter says, having two female roommates RP'd me in my 20s. Red pill me as that is. We, yep. And so I have four sisters. I have a lot of female cousins. I coach women's sports. I've been around women all my life. I dated. I lived with, uh, I had three female roommates in my life. I moved in with a woman. I married her. I've had enough. <laughs> and just so you know, people will be like, you're divorced. You're Dude, I was talking like this prior to my marriage. I kind of already knew what I was gambling against. So people think that I came out of my marriage and divorce and I was like this. Uh, guys, you can't be like I am and went in and automatically got changed by marriage and divorce. I kind of knew what I was rolling the dice against. And unfortunately, it was what they call a self-fulfilling prophecy. Many of these beliefs that I have about women, relationship dynamics, marriage, divorce, it, I had that going into the marriage. I kind of was going in like, oh, shit. <laughs> and people who knew me they know this but people all of it like like i was just so innocent and then i got walloped by a divorce and everybody that knows this i wasn't our like the marriage and divorce didn't bring me down it was dating after marriage and divorce that broke me down that's what made me go okay everybody knows this but people still using that it was the dating after marriage and divorce that made me wait i end up going hold up Hold up. The game has changed. So anyway, 
Yeah, I thought I could finesse the odds. And I did pretty well up until the point where you don't do well. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I kind of knew, man. And you know what happens is in the middle of your marriage, I always tell people uh, divorce doesn't happen immediately. It happens. It happens linearly. It happens progressively. So the marriage, any marriage, and I'm not just talking about marriage, but marriage breaks down over time. So you'll get clear signs that it's going left. You'll get clear signs. Many dudes don't get blindsided. If you get blindsided, you're ignorant. You're ignoring the signs. You It goes progressively worse. Like, it just be like, oh, shit, this going, shit, this shit getting off the rails. Oh, Lord. You know what I mean? And you try to bring it back, right? You're like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Oh, boy. Oh, man. If I pull the trigger now, I'm going to lose X, Y, and Z. Okay, I'll stay for the kids, right? Oh, it's cheaper to keep her. If you ever said that, it wasn't right when you got divorced. It was like two years before the divorce happened. All right. I'll stay for the kids. I'll sleep on the couch. I'll sleep in a separate bedroom. I'll simp. I'll do whatever I need to do. I'll give her purses, vacations. I'll try to make her happy. I'm not happy. You'll go to marriage counseling. You'll go to church reverend counseling. She'll cheat on you. You'll bring her back. You'll cheat on her. She'll bring you back. And then it falls off the rails. It's not an immediate, you were doing well, and then bam, divorce. So people have to understand that about marriage and divorce. You think it's just going to be all of a sudden stops. No, it's progressively worse and worse and worse. And then you try to fix it, but there's no fix. Eventually, if you stay together, which most marriages that stay together, that don't get divorced, they stay together just because they don't want to lose their community. They don't want to lose their standing in church. They don't want to lose their kids. They can't afford it. People stay married just for those reasons alone, not love. And so it, they see it coming. The writing's on the wall. And then they just say, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll play the ring game. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Yep, some people stay together because they too old. I got a, another great story for you if you want to stick around. Damn, it's too it's too long. Um, some woman was telling me about a story where she found out she had a half sister. And her daddy knocked up a woman when he was in the damn in, uh, in the Navy and he knocked up some woman in the Philippines. The woman moves to, to California with her daughter. Now they found out they got an older stepsister. The dude was married at the time. He was a young Marine, but he was married at the time. But he over in the Philippines knocking up Filipino chicks. She comes over to California. They all do a DNA test at separate times on Ancestry.com. And then they find this Filipino chick. They're related to high level of DNA. Then they search her out. <laughs> they still the guy who had the baby out. I, I, they're still married today. He's still married to his wife today. And they're in their 50s and they're just going to go live out marriage. Now, they'll never fall into the divorce statistics. They'll never if, they'll never go into the divorce statistic category. But that is essentially a destroyed marriage. Now the wife's just going to ride it out. She's going to be sitting on the couch like a bump on a log. She's going to bring it up every now and then. Remember you had that baby outside the fence? So it's crazy. Uh, be careful out there when you talk about marriage and divorce statistics because it really doesn't tell the whole story. Shout out to DG Seymour. Blessing CGA. Never be the backup dude. 
Never be the rebound guy unless you just clapping the cheeks. Never fall in love. D.A. Jones says he is that type. Uh, just not to you. Been there before. Yes. I'm not that type of girl with you. We'll call you. We'll call you Sheldon, the chocolate champ. My crazy ex did the same thing after a fight. All right. Shout out to Big Game E. A free agent lifestyle like Costco with a huge dino chicken nugget box. <laughs> All right. He got them dino chicken nuggets. Appreciate that, man. Christopher J says, dear game guys, she's not wet for you. She's just leaking. Leaking who? Can you seriously go out to a, I mean, another situation that are RP, you guys, is that, you know, a, a, a woman will come over to the house. You'll be with her. You'll drop her off. And she looks like, she looks like, <laughs> like, a, she looks like a, she's in a condition where somebody would cold approach her. And you just shot up the club. You just smashed. And dudes are going to be out there hound dogging for that girl. She leaking. All right. You'd be like, man. Girls that you are um, obsessing over in public, they're leaking. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they just had somebody, especially in the morning. Especially in the morning. You see her at Starbucks, somebody already got a morning stroke and sent her off to go get some coffee. I've, I've been that guy. I've, I mean, I've seen that. And I've seen dudes simp over girls like that. I mean, leave that girl alone. Leave that damn girl alone. All right, she already just didn't have somebody this morning. Relieve himself. And now she's going to go get him coffee. She leaves out with the little uh, cup holder right here, all them damn coffees. Where's she going with that? She's going to back and bring it to her man. And you out there, oh, my God, I'm a, perhaps a, <clears throat> hey, baby girl. Shout out to DG Seymour. He says, I am a homemaker. He says, sing CGA. It take he says it takes fools to love. All right, there's a bunch of good songs about fools that love. All right, um, uh, what about what a fool believes he sees? What a fool believes. I think I did an episode on that. What a fool believes. A wise man has the power to reason away. No wise man has the power to reason away. What seems to be. What about, um, there's another one that I did a stream on. Um, damn, I can't think of the song, but it's a good one. Reginald Pimpin' in the building. I'm going to call you Pimpin'. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. All right, Only Fools Fall in Love. All right, shout out to uh, Gemini Rider. 90% of romantic poetry is written by men. Interesting there. I don't know the statistic on that, but 90% of romantic poetry is written by men. Interesting. And by the way, romance is more satire than it is true. All right. People are very, uh, oh, everybody plays the fool. That's the one, him. Somebody already uh, probably said that. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. It may be cocky, it may be cruel, but everybody plays the fool. There's no exception to the rule. There's no exception to the rule, man. Sometimes everybody plays the fool. Come on, man. But you hope romantics out here trying to prove me wrong yet again. 
and it's okay to play the fool. Shout out to, uh, we're going to call you Walter B. He says, keep foots on necks out here. <laughs> All right. Keep foots on necks. Mr. Barkley, Ghost J says, um, these guys say, quote, if men just stop lying to women, <laughs> if men just stop lying to women, I, I don't think men should lie to women. I think mostly women should, women should agree with my message, but I find that they don't. And the women that don't agree with my message is because you can't manipulate men. I'm teaching men to not be manipulated, right? So that's what they don't like. They want you to be dumb, but you should agree with my message because I say don't sleep with married women, but y'all want to be out there whole hopping in Las Vegas, all right, as married women and that bachelorette party. So you go, if you're a manipulative, manipulative woman, you're going to disagree. I say don't lie to women. I often say don't, I say do not lie to women. It's actually fruitless. It's going to get you more in trouble. They're going to be more victim. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to turn left on you. I'm like, don't lie to them. Just be straight up. So, and I'm, and I also say, just pay these broads, give them some money, <laughs> right? I got money. How are you mad at me? I'm like, girl, just pay the girl <laughs> and then get them the hell out of your hair. Hey, ladies, come up, 10 toes up, step your ass up right here. Step, step up. I'm going to undercut y'all, though. Don't come here talking about no crazy-ass number. I'll tell you what your number is. If I tell you it's $50 in a bowl of jasmine rice, it is what it is. Don't be coming up here. Coach spoiling girls out here. No, I ain't. I'm going to tell your ass. Just Hey, look, there ain't going to be no date. Look, if you want to go out, here's some drinks. Here's a bowl of jasmine rice. I, uh, this is what your price is. Mm. Ten toes up, and then have a nice day. I'm, I'm respectful. I also say aftercare women treat women with respect i treat women with respect all the time but y'all go with dudes that dish you skeet all down the back of your gullet and kick you in the booty afterwards and then you come over on my show mad at me and i'm like no nah, aftercare them chicks all right stroke their little ego stroke their hair good i had a great time good oh you made it home safe all right good good um lose my phone number <laughs> <laughs> But I treated you nice. I just don't talk to you no more. Come on, man. Y'all should be on my side, ladies. But no, you want to manipulate men. And you want men to be dumb. And you want them to fall in love so that you have the advantage. While you out here on TikTok looking like this. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. I just call out the BS. All right, we're going to get through the rest of these, man. And shout out to Simon Small, donation for the gospel of the free agent lifestyle collection plate. Appreciate you, brother. All right, we're going to get over to, uh, let's see here. I think it is, yeah, this one. Oh, no, that's Rockaway Rob simping for, was that a Japanese girl? Mm -hmm. Shout out to the submissive women in America. American women got it bad. Y'all got these brothers grabbing their passport, getting the hell up out of here. They getting up out of here, ladies. I mean, come on, man. Y'all prices are way too high. I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all prices are way too high. What you think of yourself is way too high. Deadly Ellie, I'm going to start side-eyeing both ways before crossing an intersection from now on. Yeah, be careful. You don't want to be taken out like that. Boy, life is cruel. Life is cruel. Billy the Kid got a couple more things to say. 
He says, I believe the Kardashian generate publicity through Pete Davidson is uh and the breakup is no different. She broke up with him because she's out of the headlines. This is true and people don't care. So she used them for the attention. Also, the timing of this is with her new Hulu series, which I heard is not bringing ratings. Think of the car. They think of Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. She don't care about him, but keeps bringing publicity to him. Yeah, them Kardashians or something else. Kardashians or something else. Um, Potentially, allegedly, father made a deal with the devil. All right, so. Uh, Deadly Ellie, Leonardo DiCaprio violating his own rule of 304 engagement going past 25 years with his current girlfriend. Anybody know the age of the current girlfriend? I try not to go over 30. I know 30 to me. I know Kevin Samuel said it was the danger zone. I believe you would say it was the danger zone. 30 to me, to me, is when she's the most disingenuous about who she is. That's just my opinion on this one. I used to have a chart related to this. I didn't call it the danger zone. I called it, um, let me see. I can't remember. I deleted the chart. Right? It's in my book. Oh, no, I didn't. Here it is right here. Oh, I called it Hail Mary buzzer beater. All right. It's Hail Mary buzzer beater time. Uh, you, she just passed last call. <laughs> here it is right here. That's my chart right there. And I did a stream on this one. And this was before Kevin Samuels was famous, by the way. All right. So people always, you know, they know Kevin Samuels, but I was making this content before him. And so this is the chart that I made and I put in my book that uh, this is the chart. So last call and then Hail Mary buzzer beater. I think, in my opinion, all right, this is my opinion, that they're very disingenuous at this time. Like what who they're saying they are is either a new creation of themselves or she's trying to convince you of that. She's not really her or she's matured into this position. But what she did prior to that, you should know. You should know. What she did prior to the, the 20, the 29, 30 year old mark, she could have been a full crackhead. And I know women are like this full on out heroin shooting crackhead. Getting skeeted on by drug dealers. This is they they repackage themselves at that point. You can't believe a damn word they say uh, at this age. I just this is my opinion. Then this is what I go with. I don't go 29, 30. Once they hit 30, anything she's saying to me, I take with a grain of salt. Even when she's flirting with me. Oh, flirt. I'm a flirt. Mm, hi. Mm-hmm. Come hither stare. I'll be looking at her like I'll be like, that bullshit don't work on me. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm flirtatious. Oh, do you like me? I'm not, I, I, I don't buy it. I can't even buy it for a dollar. I'm like, I don't believe anything you're telling me. <laughs> it comes off as just, it just comes out as, just, oh. All right, who we got here? We're going to call you A to the K to the four to the seven, Mr. Mr. We call you Alex K. Hey, coach, I'm in my 20s working hard to make my life worth it. In my 30s, I'm dating a girl who comes from a wealthy family. My question is, with real estate prices through the roof, when I decide to have kids, is marrying a rich woman the way to go? Or is working my way to the top, hiring a surrogate, surrogate free agent lifestyle, still the best option? I'm also worrying about the amount of time that it will take to go through the latter scenario. I don't want to be 60 when I when my kids turn 18. Interesting there. Uh, so, yeah, you're you're in a situation. It sounds like you have a girl from a wealthy family. 
um, and potentially there might be wealth down the line for you and you guys can build something. Not all situations are the same. So you might have a good scenario, uh, but um, I will caution you about wealthy marrying into a wealthy family and you don't have to be a wealthy family. Um, they're going to, they're going to do the things that we suggest other men do to you. So I know a wealthy family who had two daughters and um, there were men trying to marry their daughters and the men were not from wealthy lifestyles or wealthy families. Those men who have wealthy daughters or sorry, the daughters of wealthy men, they're going to have the advantage over you. They're going to have a significant advantage over you. So while your girl might be on your team, you know, they're always going to be like, my daddy says, and daddy does this and that. They're going to make you sign a prenup so you don't get at the family, family trust. All right. So just know that's coming. They're not going to let you marry in the name of love. The daddy's going to be looking at your ass like. So be careful in that situation. You're not just going to marry into their money. And by the way, they're smart for doing this. I don't fault them for doing this. More men should do stuff like this. I You should do stuff like this, but no, you sucker for loves. Well, she ain't never like that. And my girl different. When it comes to women and money, they're always going to protect themselves. But y'all dumbasses, nope, nope. You sucker for love. So that's what I would caution you about marrying into wealthy families. They're not just going to let you come in there and take their money. Not if the dad's still alive. Not if the dad's still alive and they're going to put you on, they're going to monitor everything you do. Everything you do, every decision you make, you're not going to take the lead and be like, nah, we moving here. They're going to decide where you move. And yes, when you get divorced, you ain't seeing hide nor hair of that kid. <laughs> I mean, I know a situation where a wealthy family had another daughter. And um, when I think it, I don't know if they got married, but they end up having a baby. The daughter had a baby. That dad, they put him through hell, financed by the wealthy family. So let's just say you divorce in that wealthy family. You're fighting people who have lawyers on retainers. <laughs> okay. You're fighting dudes that have lawyers on retainers that they can go and roast your ass. They'll put 50 grand in your divorce. By the time you drop five grand for a retainer, you're going to get roasted if there's a divorce, if. And that's going to be a high probability that there will be. Okay. Uh, the idea that these guys are, I'm going to marry a rich woman. Okay. She's going to be 50 years old. She ain't going to be no 32-year-old rich woman. I want you to name the 32-year-old richest women, oh, wait, the richest 32-year-old women right now that are ready to marry. Name them. I'm going to marry a rich woman. She's going to be 52 years old with bunions with a damn toenail fungus. Divorced twice. <laughs> I'm going to marry a rich woman. Where? No, I said under 32. 32 years old, not 60. I'm tired of you dudes be like, I'm going to marry a rich woman. How old is she going to be? You think there's young rich women out here looking for broke ninjas? Where they at? Where? Paris Hilton, her boyfriends have been overwhelmingly rich or social, high social status. Yeah, I'm going to just marry a rich woman. Where? Bro? Like, where they at, bro? <laughs> 
Mackenzie Bezos. Okay, she married a teacher. But what was she, 45? Man, please, go ahead and look at, at it. <laughs> go ahead and wait for that fantasy. Again, hope strategy. Hope strategy. The richest women that are going to be marrying you up, Broke Ninja, is going to be well over 50. Well over 50. If you're lucky, most times 60. Bill Gates' daughters. Again, these are the Bill Gates' daughter. You ain't even, you can't even leave Martin Luther King Boulevard and you trying to get Bill Gates' daughter. I mean, it, it I tell you, the hope strategy is outstanding. I mean, it's, we're gone. What's next? <laughs> that is the guy, that has to be the worst of all of the hope strategies out here. Marrying a rich woman. I'll just marry a rich woman. You haven't been even, you don't even know how to operate the suburbs yet. Now, I could marry a rich woman. She's going to be well over 50. I got plenty of them to reach to. I lived in them suburbs, and I had them as clients. I could just dial one up right now that I know is getting divorced. She'll marry me up right now. But I got to look at her soggy, uh, sloppy yogurt skin. I got to I gotta curdle up all up in that sun liver spots all on her chest. Okay, crow's feet, bunions on her toes, toenail fungus, fungus. All right, I got to get out of here. Where are we at here? So shout out to you, man. Hey, good luck. Good luck. That's all I can say here. Uh, now, but look, I would keep, hold on to her as long as you can. All right, as long as you can. Let me check Venmo and then cap and we'll get out. This is just going on too much. But I'm here to provide information. All right, we got nobody more on Venmo. Um, and then Cash App is going to be, oh, we got last two. Shaq is in the building. He says, have you read Brave New World? All men must read Brave New World. Have not. I'll, I'll put it in my things to buy here. Brave New World. Okay. All right. Thank you for that suggestion and a generous super chat. Takeem Hilton in the building. Coach spitting that fire. Prostitutes. Big mad. They big mad. I'm letting you guys know. What? Name me a wealthy prostitute. Again, you're going to find the exception to the rule, Bill Gates' daughter. You know what I mean? Most of them are straggles. Most of them patching up. <laughs> and if they full-time, just think of the mental disorder that they got to go through every day. If they're full, I know a couple of full-time um, girls that work. And don't think strippers are making it right now. They broke too. Strippers ain't making it. They They broke. They sit in clubs just waiting for Johns to show up. And strippers are now broke. They struggling because they're the first sign recessions on the horizon. Strippers are broke. Uh, some of these girls that are on Seeking and OnlyFans, they're broke. Confirmed. They ain't making it. And they got to do eight and nine dues a week. <laughs> Strip clubs empty right now. Ghost towns. From Monday to Thursday through Monday through Friday, ghost towns. And a lot of girls get it backwards. They think when the economy's bad, sell some more peace league. When the economy's bad, go strip. When the economy's bad, go to OnlyFans. That's what you would do when the economy is good. Not when the economy's bad, when you down and out and your career is sinking, right? So I can focus on my Or they career. go, I'm going to find a rich man to marry. I'm going to find somebody to spoil me. Not when the economy is bad. You want to do that when the economy's good. 
But unfortunately, when the economy's good, they say, well, shit, it's going good for me. I'm going to go focus on my career. So I could focus on my no, career. It, it, this is this is straggle thought. You do this, you go sell yourself when the economy's good and dude's got extra disc, uh, discretionary income. But discretionary income shrinks in a, a in a recession in a bad economy and dudes start holding on to their money. Dudes don't get married when the economy's bad. They don't get in relationships where the economy's bad. They don't move women into their house when the economy's bad. They stop all of those interactions. But, you know, people aren't that smart. Men go in the monk mode when the economy is bad. Not when it's good. You know, when it's good, I throw, you know what I mean? Men, men be out here. When was the last time you seen dudes out here making it rain? You mean see dudes make it rain and buy Birkin bags when the economy's good. So now girls are saying the economy's bad. Let me go make a couple extra dollars. No, the economy's too bad for that. So these girls aren't winning. They're out here living. They're, they're really just struggling. So it's sad to see, but these are some of your nieces. These are some of your daughters. These are some of your, these are some of your cousins. These are some of the, your next girl neighbors, girls. You know how many girls that I've dropped off in good neighborhoods after giving them a bowl of jasmine rice? I've dropped them off in the good suburban neighborhood and they got out the car and went into their daddy's house. Matter of fact, that's tonight. <laughs> I got some girl, junior college girl, 20. Live with her daddy. Live with a couple of sisters. She gonna get dropped off right in front of her daddy house. <laughs> oh, man. Put on your hats. Tighten your belts. All of that shit, man. We got to get out of here, man. Shout out to the coach gang. I went way too long today. Apologies. Timestamp gang rate, uh, raise up. And then shout out to the 10 Toes Up gangs and the human resource department here at the Coach Greg Adams channel, man. Yo, we out of here. Peace. <laughs>